and welcome back to Scav Talk, everyone. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing a potential topic that BSG is going to be looking into in regards to reworking Recoil in the future, per Nikita from the recent Tarkov TV cast, as well as a discussion on PvP. Is it bad? Does it need adjusting? We'll talk about that later. In addition, uh, Therapist Global Tasks, we'll be discussing that, some of the changes on items and weight mechanics, and a couple bugs that have reappeared. So, Giga, how's Tarkov land? Good. Tarkov is, Tarkov is good. Tarkov is good. I'm kind of in that funny zone of... I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like making my way towards, I guess, Lightkeeper. I think it's kind of yeah. become my, like, sort of... I've not done that before, so let's try and do that. And you, and it, it's quite it's quite different to Kappa actually in mm-hmm. in terms of what you have to do. Like a lot of the quests is it's kind of like not the end quest, but the quest before it. In a lot of cases, like Punisher Five, you have to do and like Tug of Shooter Seven, and you don't have to shoot a born and stuff like this. So mm. it's more like it's actually relatively achievable to get to the quest line, and then the quest line is <clears> problematic. <throat> but I don't know. It'll whether we'll get to the end, uh, we'll see. But yeah. it's just kind of interesting to trundle along and like do stuff along along the route that is um is interesting it did mean we had to finish peacekeeping mission which that was why i was trying to find those vertexes so i think in since last time i think i was looking for the vertexes and did actually finally find them i'm pretty cursed when it comes to finding items it turns out in general i'm just like gpsa and mcc taking me like an all eternity and then the vertexes also took me a good while it took me a proper i don't know three full days of looking to find to find both of them <laughs> Um, and I was like, uh, I, I sort of had the back of my mind whether I was going to make a video and stuff, but like, I literally only found two and I didn't find them very quickly. And it's like, I don't know whether it really justifies it, but you know, there's one, I found one in the Merin boot, the Merin car boot. And, um, the, the last one was just like a crazy thing where we were playing and we were going to the chalet, the upper chalets on lighthouse. And we ended up in PVP with a guy and uh we killed him and took his stuff and was like okay well let's just let's just leave like we you know we've checked the other ones i think we did like merion and then like the um hillside house and went up there killed this guy could like had he had like good stuff so we were like fine we'll just leave we're like right next to path to shoreline left got into the <coughs> inventory and i was like messing around with his magazines being like oh look at this bp and the whole of chat was just going vertex vertex but like wasn't reading it at that <laughs> moment and uh, it turned out he had one in his black rock and i didn't even i didn't even identify it until i didn't look inside until after we left because I was literally right there. I was like, there's no point looking. So, yeah, I was like looking somewhere else on the screen and everyone was going crazy. And like the, the second vertex was in there. So he must have, I don't know what he had in his secure. Who knows? So maybe he didn't have, maybe found it, didn't have time to put it in. I'm not sure. But uh, that's how we found the second one. So it ended up being a bit weird. Um, but anyway, that, that allowed me to get onto Peacekeeping Mission, which you need for Lightkeeper. And I wanted to do anyway, because I wanted access to that like Osprey Class 5 thing, yeah, yeah. piece of armor. Yeah, I, th- I think like, I don't know. I kind of wanted to try it. It's like weird, right? Two arms and a thorax. Yeah, no stomach. Weird. It's a bit of a strange one, but it's quite cheap. So like, I think it ends up being about 160k. Something like that in dollars. Um, it seemed like a much better deal when you could do the info items thing more easily. A lot of people have cottoned onto the info. I mean, it hasn't helped that I've talked about it like multiple times, but um, lots of people have cottoned onto the info items thing. So, And also the exchange rate has been going back up because like rubles, IRL, have been getting weaker and that that reflects in Tarkov in some to some extent. And so the you you have to spend more rubles to get dollars in return. I mean it it doesn't make any difference most of the time because it means that the dollar price of these items actually ends up going down. But um 
it kind of looks it looks like it on the fleas like you have to basically pay like one two five now or something and the peacekeeper rates like one three five so you can get you can get lucky but anyway it makes it look like this stuff's got a bit more expensive um so maybe it's not as worth as it as it was before but anyway uh we did peacekeeper mission because that's the i i kind of i just kind of want to do it like it's one of those tasks that People hate, and I, I just kind of don't mind to do. You have to go and kill scavs, and you have to go to each map. And it's interchange that's always the pr the problem for me because finding the scavs, you end up running into random people, and it's just it's just a pain. But um, I, I eventually got I got fed up with with doing the interchange version because I know I'm going to be there a lot because I've got decontamination because you have to complete that as well. So you need to have the respirator on. So I did that for some of the blueberry kills, but it's just like blueberry <laughs> with the helmet and the armor, and then the respirator. So you're just like all geared up in all this weird stuff to try and kill scavs on interchange. You need so many on that, and I'm going to be doing long line soon because I'm level 44. I'm like, man, I'm going to be spending a lot of time on this map. So, um, I got I got a bit fed up, and I actually ended up completing the interchange, which was the only one I had left. I ended up completing it offline last night while I was just like, I'd, there was a it was a random like bit at the end of a bottle of a, of a bottle of wine, and I just sat and had a <laughs> I had a rosé, and I finished <laughs> I finished peacekeeping on my own in my room, just like listening to music and stuff. It was um it was kind of I don't know it was sort of a it was a spiritual experience, but um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's kind of where we've got to in oh, in my man. in my life it's all it's all starting to go downhill but um oh man what have you been up to i've seen you've been playing a lot of cycle you've been playing a lot of yeah, cycle dude two weeks non-stop man i'm i'm fully hooked in it's uh yeah uh, it's a lot of fun um I don't know, just having a blast, dude. It's uh, so much as so. There's not much has changed, right? But you, what what are you enjoying? Like just the change of pace, or the the way the PvP feels. Or... Uh, <laughs> it was funny because the group I'm playing with, uh, they've all played Tarkov before, uh, mm. and you know, we were talking about Tarkov, and we we're like, yeah. One of them was like, you know what Tarkov is? Tarkov is an abusive relationship. Like it keeps saying it's gonna do better. But then it does, but you keep going back and you're stuck in it, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, oh my God, you're right. He's <laughs> like, because I've heard that before, but now that I'm outside of the abusive relationship, I can now see clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so I yep. that was, I thought that was hilarious. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just the, like, again, the, it's way more simplified. Which you know isn't really a good thing or a bad thing. <clears throat> I mean, I guess we guess our preference it can be, but and I you know I have my issues of some of the simplicity, like the you know movement slash shooting mechanics are very simplistic. You know, so it kind of the PvP isn't like for me the high point of the game. You know, it is it can be really fun. Like we had a we went to the so you you remember the Bright Sands map right, like the starter map because I don't think you yeah, played the other. Map. I didn't I didn't play the others. No, I only played the main one. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the first one. It's um now it's only a max of twelve players, and if you're in a three man, oh. you will be matched up with uh four other teams, right? So okay, so they've actually queued it off. Yeah, it's can you, all. Can you choose to play against like squads as a solo? Can you choose? That? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm gonna say no, but because I don't know what that option would be. But yeah, it's all like, which is also crazy because when I play solo, I'm like constantly amazed at how many people are just like friendly, like constantly like and it's it's interesting too because you'll see you'll like hear guys voiping each other running up to you and you're like oh <laughs> shit and then like i want to be friendly because i don't really want to do a 2v1 you know what i mean but like yeah you could but it's just and there's just like three guys you know doing their quests i don't know it's it's interesting it's fun 
I, 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 actually, I quite like that. That's actually kind of interesting. You're like, th- these two guys have, have buddied up. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, oh, now I don't want to take them on, really. So, like, I'm kind of incentivized to be friendly, otherwise they're going to, like, run over me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 but then, see, the other part of that is sometimes you have quests where you got to kill prospectors, players, mm. essentially. And so it's like, dude, there's been so many times where I shot a guy and he was like, please, man, I'm just trying to plant this thing. If you kill me, it's, I'll go broke. Please don't. I'm like, oh, man, I guess I won't kill you. <laughs> <laughs> that's rough but dude the the interactions have been great it's, it's, i'm like i don't know what it is just like people are maybe it's because everyone's solo <clears throat> and so that has a lot to do with it like people want to mm-hmm. be friendly but it's so like weird coming from dark but anyways back to my story I'll, I'll be brief we uh so we were we all needed like prospect kills and we i had to do like some you know menial task on that map and we got into like this huge you know, multi-squad team fight, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm mainly I'm really enjoying the PVE aspect because it's like, um, it just feels fair. That's I mean, it's all the mechanics are like super telegraphed. You know what I mean? And once you learn, yeah. like you remember the big, uh, they're called you know they're lovingly nicknamed Jeffs, but the big yeah. blue guys. Yeah. You it turns out you can jump and dodge their swipe attacks okay you just have to do the right timing and once you learn Mm -hmm. it it's like you know it's very it's not like you just get a like animation bug out and like swipe yours you know what i mean so it feels very fair so i really like that part of it and uh yeah like a tiny fragment of dark souls or something yeah pretty well much yeah like very (laughs) simplified yeah very Mm. simplified interesting i saw i saw a clip of yours on twitter with the pistol (laughs) yeah <laughs> was, was, that made me laugh. That did make me laugh. I've been having so. I'm at, I might actually make a video because I got some footage where we're <laughs> we were RPN as space cops. Yeah, I know you're not in this one. I think you're just like I'm the sheriff for these parts. You know, you your best life, just like murdering people. Dude, oh, it is God. so good. My buddy Salty Veo, he was uh, we. I was the sheriff. The other guy was the deputy, and then he was the android robot and he was like everything he walked up to him, he's like threat detected he just blasted full <laughs> on threat eliminated it's so funny dude oh i love it that's good yeah that's good so yeah cool yeah well i guess like so tarkov land where where are we where are we up to so they they put out an update we'll talk about game changes first as, as okay. usual game changes so they uh i actually did have the link up and i seem to have misplaced it maybe i put it over here yes i put it over on a different screen so they well uncharacteristically i guess but characteristic of their new approach they have told us what they've changed which is very unusual and they put a nice graphic and they've done two broad adjustments that yeah they've, they've told us about here which was the backpack oh, yeah. weight, weight adjustments indeed and the weapon rarity and spawn chance adjustments yeah and it's actually on the official tip from tarkov twitter at tarkov and there's like a nice table about what the weights were before and after. And it basically says, so adjusted uh, base prices for a couple of items. I'm not sure what those were, to be honest. I think it was like keys and a few other things they changed. Oh, no, it does actually say it's the last stuff. Yeah, it's like keys. Mm-hmm. It's like check 15 was like 500k, now it's 1500, you know, this that kind of thing. Um, I think, oh, I don't know. I, I could speculate that maybe there were people, you know, logical and whoever were always going to be looking at these things and data mining or whatever. So they figured, well, we may as well just 
put it out ourselves. Like, what's the what's the real harm? Um, adjusted the the weights of backpacks to match their real life weights, which is I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm not I'm not really that sure about. Like, yeah, fine. I rebalance the backpack weights, but I just I just don't I I just don't really care about balancing them to the IRL weights. Like, who? What does it matter? What what matters really? In, in my opinion, okay. and I'm sure you probably agree with me, is what matters is like <clears throat> when they come into progression, how much they are, how big they are in game, you know, like how much space they have. That that's that's really what matters. You mean the not, stats like, that players look at, not whether or not like, they're the one to relevant. one. Like, yeah, I think the things right. that are relevant in in game right. as opposed to like, oh, we're going to make the and the, the big standout is the Tasmanian Tiger Trooper 35 backpack, which is. Oh, One yeah, of the biggest I backpacks. That. I think. I think is it the same size as an attack two? I think it is. Um, I think it's like a five by seven. It's one of those bigger bags. It was already cheaper than the attack two to start with. Mm. It was four point two kilos before, and it is now one kilogram. It's crazy. Which it's is insane, insane right? value, right? It's 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 lighter than an MBSS. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So it's I don't know, and and that. I mean, it doesn't matter that much. Ultimately, it doesn't matter that much, right? Like, are people going to pick that over the other things? Yeah, probably. Will will the people not pick the ones that are four kilos? Probably. But ultimately, like, it's it's bags, right? <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, yeah, it's it's bags. Like, who who really cares? It's like a, a bit of weight stuff here and there. It's not the end of the world, but I think it's just it's the philosophy of that that makes me question rather than anything else. And it's like it's again, it's the picking and choosing of the realism thing. Like I thought we'd I thought we'd got away from like maybe it's the community we have, but BST maybe not. But we've kind of got away from the realism thing for the most part, right? And it's about the immersion aspect. It's not really about whether it stringently is as it is in real life. It's more about does this make me feel immersed in the game? Does it feel I guess it's like does it feel realistic is kind of the thing. Does it feel real? Is is there anything that breaks my immersion and makes me think like Oh, this yes. is a super video game when and I, I don't like it. When I know? open up the in-game UI and I look at the inventory of my trooper and I hit the little UI and it pops it up and it says kilograms, uh, 4.2. Re, I weighed my one-to-one backpack and it's definitely yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, it breaks the merge, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, and, there's, and there's so many things. It's like, we, we seem to be at this stage where we're like, pick and choose what what's realistic and what's not. We say like, oh, this is one-to-one with IRL. That's great. And then these other things where we're like, you know, we've got magic stims and level 51 strength and people like right. bunny hopping around all over the place and stuff. So it's like, the thing you is, you kind of have to choose, but BSG probably cares. And so that's like, I feel like people probably, there's people probably a, peop, a group, small group of people out there, I would imagine, that do look at this, you know, things and be like, hey, that's not realistic. They should change it. Um, sure. you, you, you know, and maybe the that's. Yeah, and maybe BSG feel the same about that, but it's just like I don't know. That's, maybe I think that's, that's the thing for me. It's just like, so exactly, like they're, they're not consistent about what they pick to well, match to you know, realism on. That's the thing. That's a good point because I was re- I actually didn't see, I didn't read the actual lines. I just looked at the infographs. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, shout out to whoever it did this infographs. We need. Well, I want more of this. He's this is so good. If it was you, Walker. You're awesome. Thank you. Um, but yeah, the raid backpack. It didn't. It used to be three point five. Like there was a lot of these that, like the attack two used used to be. I'd have to look at the wiki change logs, but it because they did the back weight change 
not too long ago on the backpacks where they made them more heavier. They they changed stuff. I don't know. But was anyway, it or was it just the the hidden the like the stats thing? Because they added the stats, right? I'm intrigued now. So I have. Let's, pull, let's, let's the... do a little investigation, shall we? Yeah. So I have because I wrote them all down, right? Because that's you know just what I do. I so I have the the post changes. You know they did like two iterations of the changes, and the first set of changes didn't make any sense, and the second set of changes made more sense because the MBSS was you know demolished your. Or was it, which one was it? I think the sling and some of the others just completely demolished your ergo and your turn rate and all this stuff. So after that all went through, so I actually have written down still, attack two, 6.12 kilos, SSH 6.36. So yeah, I think, I think they were that heavy and they made the hidden, they made the, sorry, the soft stats better, like the turn rate move rate ergo much better for after their initial application of the, such stats. But those weights had stayed the same until until this thing, I, I believe. Yeah, I'm going back through the wiki's <laughs> logs and like look at the tech too. It's one point three kilograms at the twenty uh the third of February twenty one, twenty twenty one. Oh, is that a while back? Okay. Yeah. Did they make um, it much heavier then at some point? Uh yeah, unfortunately I, I don't have a good way of okay, here's here's five point one. <laughs> uh that's march though let's go back a little bit more uh january maybe that's 5.1 december maybe try early december 3.1 yes so december 25th maybe okay so december 25th <laughs> they changed it from 3.1 to 5.1 uh of 2021 Okay, and then it somehow became six point one two at some point, because that's what I have. But I, I don't know. They, yeah, they they they've, they've been fiddling around with it and then decided I don't know we'll just weigh them all rather than rather than continue to change them all. We'll just we'll just weigh them all and then put that in the game. How about that? But don't they scan a lot of their assets? Like the 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 technology where you take multiple camera shots of it, megapixels or whatever. Anyway, I actually don't know. I can't remember. That might anyway. be for mapping. Hmm. Might be for those type of assets, but anyways, I remember. I I kind of remember that from the Road to Vostok uh, video. Maybe that was that was how the guy was doing like certain like poles and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so bags are different. Yeah, Tasmanian Tiger Trooper is the best bag in the game. <laughs> and uh, then they did some. They did this thing, which is weapon rarity and spawn chance adjustments. Now this is like reading the leaves or the arcane runes as far as i'm concerned because <laughs> yeah right they've there's okay so there's each each weapon has got a before and after and in the before there's two columns and in the after there's two columns and it's rarity and spawn chance are the two things so some of them are okay because they're in the same spawn rate chance which is fine but where they've Switched category from like rare to common or rare to super rare. It's not entirely clear exactly what the changes do. <laughs> God, this 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 tickly cough is a pain. It's such a pain. Yeah, apologies to everyone. Me and Giga both have a bit of a cough and sniffles, so get the. Oh, mine's actually quite bad. Oh no, I'm just the worst timing. Oh God, it's just like tod- toddleritis, constant constant good sickness, but 
just the way. Anyway, so let's let's just pick what a random one, like the end ending one, the AS Val. Now, that was in rarity rare before, mm-hmm. with a spawn chance of zero point five, whatever that means. It is now in rarity in, in rarity super rare with a spawn chance of one. So the spawn chance has doubled, but it is in a different category now. So what exactly that has done, I can't tell. Nobody seemed to mention this in, in the comments or anything. And I just was like, hmm, does that mean there's more vowels or less vowels? I actually have no idea. And um, I, don't think, I don't think Logical commented on it either, to be honest. Not that it really matters, because this is basically weapons spawning in, I guess, stashes and moonshine and stuff, as well as, you know, obviously weapons boxes. So I'm not sure, but it's it's a little bit strange. I mean, I guess you can probably infer because the spawn chance on a lot of these things has gone up. So you're more likely to in in almost every case. So on the ones where it was rare before and it's now rare after, it was like you know, Glock pistol was that was four and now it's eight. RFB was three and now it's eight. One on one was three and now it's eight, and they're all in the rare category. But they're actually hmm, oh, that's not even true. Uh, the like the G36 was eight and now it's five so some of them have gone different directions okay so we, we actually can't infer from that what's happened to these rare these rare guns i just like who like <clears throat> it, it does make you wonder right it's just like <laughs> who thought that the g36 was spawning too much in raid um that's a tough question Giga. it's a it's an extremely hard question mm-hmm. and the m1911 which went from rare six to rare six yeah, I don't know. Unfortunately, this stuff, it's like you said, it's like. <laughs> I, yeah, I it's like reading the tea leaves, because it's yeah. like, you know, you, the, the, the assumption that you're making, that I'm making here at least, is that rarity has some kind of modifier, and the spawn chance is also a modifier over whatever the base spawn right. chance is yeah, for various knows? things, right? So who knows what these actually mean? Who knows what the scale for spawn chance is? Because the range goes from a half to 15. So it's clearly not out of 10. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe it's just to make things a bit more consistent. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really, like, basically what happened is I tried to make Hedgetel of it, and then I quickly realized, like, I have no idea how they're this stuff works, you know what I mean? So it's like, why even bother? I didn't even notice the G36 one, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean... I really, really don't. I really don't know. Have you felt any of this? These changes? No, because, like, I don't uh, loot enough weapon boxes that's anyway. That's you're not a looter. Uh, and the statues, so, you know, I, I mean, I'm getting better. I'm getting, I'm getting a little bit better, but... Again, like how many weapons boxes actually are there, right? Like how many weapons boxes do you go and loot and do you find guns in? I just don't feel like you find guns anywhere yeah. near often enough. It's true. Um, and it's, again, it's all about the ammo these days anyway. So I think yeah. upping the spawn rate of the guns really wouldn't matter that much. And especially it's, it's about the ammo and then the guns themselves, a lot of it's about attachments. So they're, they're prepping for the future where, you know, traders sell less and get the fine stuff in raid and open world, connect the maps, you know. It's just this is the groundwork for the future, Giga. Exactly. Okay. So outside of that, we still have. So there's um, we still have the flashlight bug. There appears that, that I think it's see. Well, I've got lots of anecdotal experience. I've got just like you know the, the outpouring some chat while I'm playing. I can't tell because I'm solo, so I'm not sure. Some people saying they were playing in groups uh, across the last couple of days and hadn't seen any at all. Other people had said that they had seen some instances of it. So 
the the take that I can still chat down into is it seems to have gotten a little bit better <clears throat> with whatever technical fix they put in, but hasn't gone away completely. Mm. Is that I mean, I and I just don't, I don't know if that's actually true, but that's that is the the distillation of the general community or my community telling me what they've been seeing. So we'll I see f- about that. And then the, sorry, I was just saying, yeah, I've seen the same mm. on like Twitter and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a new bug in the trader menu, which is kind of annoying. And it traders just like sometimes they just simply will not buy items that they should buy and that they usually buy. And this went on Twitter. You know, people put it out on Twitter, and I think Nice Guy actually confirmed. Oh, I can't remember where it went actually. I think it was Twitter. Nice Guy confirmed that they're on it and that it is a bug. Someone's asking me the other day, like, "Oh, does therapist just not buy defibs anymore?" And I was like, "I'm pretty sure she does." And then I, I can't remember what it was. It was a particular weapon. I think it was either a pistol or an SMG or something. I'd repaired it out of raid. The mechanic just would not buy it. And the only place I could sell it was Fens. And uh, I was like, huh, this is weird. And then I saw, oh, yeah, people are having this issue where the traders won't, they just randomly won't buy certain things. And it's kind of annoying. I wonder if it's something to do with, you know, you know sometimes if you're too quick, then that it still says the trader, you know, the trader can't buy it, and you have to like back out and go back in a bit, back out, back in, and then it will finally do it. That seemed to be more of a problem, I guess, like a year ago, where it doesn't seem to be so much of an issue now. But that definitely was a problem before. Maybe that's a continuation of that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. So hopefully that gets fixed soon at some point. Then the only other sort of like in-game thing to discuss, I guess, is this like global event, this bandages event, which it's a, it's a bit of a strange one. We have to collect like 16 trillion thousand million billion bandages so that we can completely mummify Rishi. Everyone's assumed that it's Rishi, who's the person who needs, this, needs these bandages. It's clearly tied in with the law, but then they started messing around with stuff, right? Where they, they took off the unlimited limit for bandages, and so they started running out. So obviously people couldn't really hand them in anymore, and the rate slowed down a lot. So then they put the limit, they took the limit back off and then people could buy infinite amounts and now people are sort of handing them in again. I don't know. There was some speculation that BSG were kind of like artificially, you know, moving the count up because no one was actually really doing it. Because the thing is, right, the, the, yeah. the rewards were leaked right. by Logical because yeah. there's six in-game rewards with a question mark. If they're in-game with a question mark, it means there's something behind it, which means that you can data mine it or whatever. Those were leaked, but like, are those the real rewards? I know that um, Reach actually came out on Twitter and was just like, are these the real rewards? Because the thing is, the real reward for this stuff is probably more, well, generally speaking, is more like story-driven, lore-driven, you know, moving on to the next part of the story, right? The reward's not just like, oh, am I going to get 12 matches or one GPU from this particular thing? It's, it's more about the broader, broader stuff, but I don't know. I think that because it's slightly boring, it's too sh- they've, they've shrouded it in too much mystery. This so We've got a mystery patient he might die but this like we don't know what's at stake if the guy dies like do we yeah that's and we're not told that's anything point. right that's yeah. a good point and i that think it's a, just the community's not bought in that is a really good uh um analysis or insight because yeah you anytime i mean storytelling you you always want stakes so uh mm-hmm. maybe they exactly expect people to be really invested in the Rigi character i'm not sure so maybe that's but the like, stake. Yeah, I mean, they didn't even say it's Rishi, right? Like, there's the assumption that it is him. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess you're right. But I mean, it's pretty. I mean, it couldn't. It, it's possible it's not Rishi, but 
it you know he has got the balaclava he had the didn't he have the ikea vest from the previous episode where uh yeah no, i mean was introduced that's that's fine but i mean in in the sort of the talk of quest line it doesn't say anything about that right right yeah yeah, yeah. So I agree with you in the, in the raid series. Yes, absolutely, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. But I mean, I mean more specifically, like this particular event with the quest How from this the therapist. Quest ties what ties this quest with the video, basically. Is what yeah, you're other than that, they coincidentally came out at the same time, and he got injured. But like, it's Tarkov. There's people getting injured all the time, and who needs like ten million bandages anyway? Like the whole thing's just really yeah, weird. Yeah, and there's I, no time limit. And that's the thing like, that we haven't been told like what, what what's at stake, and like there's no time limit, and right. so. And we're already at a weird, weird, weird place with the community, right? You know, they have to have to read the room a little bit and see that people may not be necessarily fully, oh, you know, fully gung ho about this kind of thing. It's probably not the, not the right time to rely on community goodwill. Well, let's say I just find it odd too that you would do it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if the stakes were really high, people would be heavily motivated to do it. But mm. at, at any rate, I just can't see myself sitting in my stash. Buying bandages and selling them because you you're all, you can only sell so many in the trader menu, and then you have to hit confirm and then do the next batch, and you have to click each individual one. Like it's just a lot of like labor for what? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean the only thing about that is that you because it's a quest, you can actually hand them all in, so you can buy them all, and then you can go to therapist. And oh, you can. Click. Oh, that's right. I was thinking sell. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's buying. not yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. It's not actually too bad, but when I first went in, I was like, oh, I'll do like a thousand. And then it was just like, uh, uh, space. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. fine, I'll do 200, uh, uh, space. I was like, oh, for God's sake, oh, fine, I'll do like, I guess I'll do 50 twice. Like it was just, yeah, it was annoying because I couldn't even do 100 because of my stash and you know, I had stuff in there and whatever. So I was like, oh, this is actually just a, just a pain. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I could see. But anyway, either which way, it was 10 million total. We've actually collected as, as of right this minute, which is. 9:40 p.m. UK time on Friday the 14th we've collected 8.28 million. So we've actually got 1.7 mil left. Like we're 83% of the way through. Okay. Now is According that calculating <laughs> is that calculating BSG inflation? <laughs> well, that's the thing. It doesn't actually matter. You know, as that's long as true. we get to the 10 million then we're going to see what's next. Yeah. So hopefully we get over this hurdle cuz like I just I just it's just a little bit boring, right? It's not that interesting a thing. Mm. And I want to see the next thing. Well, a nice guy who said something interesting in his video, which I was like, oh, that could be kind of cool. But they should probably tell people before because that would be a good motivation. They should motivate with fear. And um, yeah, rather than, fear's rather a great motivator. <laughs> yeah, fear's a great motivator, especially in something like Tarkov. And it yeah. would be kind of like, you know, if you don't participate in this event, like you're going to be locked out of the next in the next section or something. It would yeah. kind of suck if people aren't playing or people, you know, they're dabbling. Well, they're not, or... they're not playing. I know, or they're not on, you know, they're not on Twitter all the time, or I, I don't know, whatever. Like, I'm sure some people will be like, oh, but you know, I was on holiday or whatever, I yeah. couldn't do it, which kind of sucks. And you know, make it non non critical, but but at least people are motivated to do it and are excited yeah. about it. Because I yeah. saw a lot of people, you know, hating on the thing, and like, it's you know, it's unfortunate it got leaked the rewards, but I mean, you know, the rewards were pretty ass at the same time, so I. Don't really yeah, I can't even remember what they were, right? So for anyone listening who didn't know what they were, they was just like menial like rubbish. Wine right? bottle, I think, was in yeah, there. Like HP rounds and an AK and stuff like that, right? Yeah. It's like <laughs> six army bandages. <laughs> yeah, just like nondescript random right. junk. Yeah, you know, from the game. Um, but I just like I just don't think that that's the real like the real motivator right. for doing this. It right. can't be. It's just a, a, a bizarre a bizarre thing if it is. One thing that's actually kind of strange is that. 
It's army bandages and normal bandages, but then the counter's just got one overall count. It doesn't seem to matter. Seems like you can just buy one. Because it keeps track, of personally, of which type you hand in. But the overall count has just got one number. Mm. Whether that will matter? Probably not, but we'll see. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that. We'll, we're kind of on track to finishing it this weekend, I suppose, either tomorrow or, or Sunday. And then we'll see what happens with the next, the next piece. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's some kind of like, there's some interesting things with the whole like Rishi thing and the, you know, the law. I actually did see a little, a, a little snippet, um, from again, it's on a nice guy video and I'd, I'd actually seen the YouTube video pop up, but I hadn't had time to watch it from Shiner Four, who's like one of the female streamers. And she put a video out actually noticing that there's a guy in the background of that, um, the raid arena bit with Rishi where he gets shot. And when Tagilla comes past, there's like, everyone's like cheering in the background. And there's this dude who's just like stood there, like not really doing anything. And Tagilla walks past and the guy disappears. He's like not there. As soon as Tagilla's gone, hmm. he's just, he's not in the crowd anymore. And um, she links him to uh, Rishi's dad, who's shown in the flashback right at the beginning when, when he's talking to Chepashila and they're like loading the shotgun. And he actually looks kind of similar. And so... The theory is that, that that's like Richie's dad or something that he like got you know kidnapped by a terror group and that he kind of knows what's going on or whatever like pure speculation. But I was like, huh, that's actually that's actually kind of cool. Now, I didn't notice that and like the the guy like purposefully disappears and he's he's different to the rest of the crowd, right? And just his body language and his emotions, it's kind of fun. So I'm like, huh, that's actually that's that's kind of interesting. I like that, like a little a little touch like that that no, not many people have noticed. I you know. I'm, Props to, props to them for that. Like little yeah. hidden things is, is kind of neat. So I'm looking forward to finding out what, what that's about. Cool. Well, would you like to talk up next about the arena trailer? Because that actually feeds quite nicely into that. Yeah. Because I mentioned it last time and I thought maybe I was having a fever dream. Because <laughs> I couldn't remember whether I'd actually seen something or not. And... I think, so the arena trailer, because it said arena trailer number two, and I was like, oh, the number two. But I think the first one was the one where, you know, they're standing outside the thing and it goes like, did, did, and then the gates open, they all run in. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the first one from ages ago. Yeah. And so then, and then this is the second one, which has got, you know, a whole bunch of different bits and pieces on it. And I, I pulled up a few, um, a few screenshots myself, just so I could remember exactly what was, what was in them. Um, and having a look at the, the different maps. So you end up, it looks like right now, I, mean, I don't know whether they're going to have a different, a different map. But it shows up because it's quite short. This trailer, it shows up the the, the five maps because I couldn't remember. I couldn't actually hear what Nikita was saying on the Tarkov TV about what they were. So there's there's air pit, which I imagine is supposed to be. I mean, airport. <laughs> I don't know why it's called air pit on the thing. Maybe it's just like rough translation or whatever. Um, so presumably that's the one that we've seen already, which is like you know the the aircraft terminal or something. Equator, which is the hotel. And then um, Sawmill, which we did see on there, which I guess is just, it's basically woods. And then there's two more. There's Bay 5. And Bay 5 looks like it's probably going to be, well, where Rishi was, I guess, down by like the terminal location. And then there's another one called Bowl. And I don't, I don't, (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know what relates to what. It's a a little bit confusing on, on some of them. But I feel like just kind of by process of elimination, I feel that 
Well, maybe, maybe maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. I was thinking like Bowl might end up being customs one. Maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe the one they've shown the shots of is, is Bay 5. Because, yes, yeah, so we've definitely seen Equator and we've definitely seen Air Pierce, as it's called. And then the two locations that we actually get shown in the trailer, one of them is clearly Sawmill because it's the, it, it looks like woods, right? It basically is yeah. woods. And so I, I don't know if this is actually from Contract Wars or not. That was my understanding is some of these are like inspired or reimaginations of some of the contract board maps. Um, yeah. That's what some people were saying. Yeah, exactly. And that looks pretty cool. And then the, the other one that they've shown, and I started thinking about trying to place it, and I don't know whether this one's bold, but it looks kind of like, I guess it looks kind of like factory, but it's like it's outside. So it, it looks kind of like customs to me. It looks like the sort of the factory end of the customs zone. And there's a, there's like a hangar. And interestingly, there's, because there's a bunch of like factory sort of smokestack chimney towers, mm-hmm. but there's also cranes as if we're near the port. So that could just be, that could be Bay 5. Actually, there's lots of containers. So maybe that's Bay 5 because there's, um, there's actually a little icon on each of them. So Air Pit has a picture of a plane. Bay 5 has like the, you know, an anchor. So it's presumably the terminal, um, the terminal kind of, a dock type thing and the cranes there and the fact there's loads of containers probably means that this is bay five actually that they're showing in that but it looks it looks pretty it looks pretty cool it's like tacos answer to shipment probably from from call of duty and it looks neat so it's yeah a lot of a lot of containers but you can see you can see streets in the background and streets is kind of close ish which kind of gave me pause to thought because terminal is supposed to be all the, all the way out the other the other side down by shoreline i don't know i've got like conflicting thoughts on on where these are actually located maybe it's a different course or something or maybe i'm maybe i'm thinking about it too too hard i don't really know but um yeah so so far we've seen four of them and we, we haven't i guess we haven't seen bowl then for making that interpretation we've seen air, airport and the equator on the first trailer sawmill and bay five on the second trailer this one and then bowl is Still remains to be seen, and it also it also looks like there's some different game modes in each one. Like they've got what do they say they were called? There's TF and SD. Yeah, I can't remember what you said they were. There was like a team team fight, and the other one was um. Oh god, I can't remember now. I'm not sure, but it looks like you can only do team fight on Sawmill. You can't do the other two. So I think team fight's yeah. the five v five, and then the SD mode. Someone in chat will probably remind shoot me out. what SD stands for. Yeah, oh, is it SO? Yeah, I think it's shootout. Yeah, I think you're right. And it's um, that's three, three versus three and two versus two. 1v1 and as you well. can do that on any of the maps except for Sawmill, it seems. Um, so yeah, I mean, it looks, it, looks, it, looks so, it looks really neat. It looks really neat. You know, you've got, like, you've got a kill feed. You've got, we've seen a bit of the, the kind of like post-kill replay as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shows you who killed you with what and and how much damage and, and that kind of thing. But one funny thing that I was thinking about about Arena, I was like, I've been I've been doing some investigation and um if anybody who's listening to this later will it'll already have appeared because I'm it's coming out tomorrow. I'm doing some investigation into some more like bullet stuff and this one's about you know shooting people with class four helmets on. And it's gonna be interesting with Arena because you're gonna get these like micro statistics on lots of little encounters. And so if the game mechanics replicate one to one between the base game and arena which i think they probably will to start with 
we're actually going to see way more of like the weird idiosyncrasies and the bugs because we're going to notice it because we're going to see the stats. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. But yeah, the, the deal is that if, say, you shoot somebody in the head mm-hmm. and they're wearing a class 4 helmet and they, you're using PP and it's going to deal 33 damage or 30, 32 damage and you're going to go, what the hell? You know, whereas in a normal game of Tarkov, it's not really possible to know because you you shot this scav over here, and you you know you shot at this guy oh, I see twenty what you're minutes saying. in, right, and then you right, died at the right. end, and you don't know who it yes, was, whatever. Yes. Like this way, it's going to be this because I d- I don't know how like how quick the rounds are going to be, but you might fight one guy and then die, and so you'll get the stats immediately on you know what he shot you with in what body part and and how much damage you did. You'll know exactly how much damage you did to them, presumably from the the post raid report. And so you get lots more of these like micro snapshots of what happens. And so I feel like some of these irregularities within the system, because yeah, tomorrow's video is about basically bullets that don't want out the class four, because I've been intrigued for ages to come up with a proper list. And um, it was kind of, yeah, it was quite eye opening. But um, maybe we'll talk about it next week. But like those kind of things, I think they'll become more obvious with, with Arena, actually, if the game mechanics are, are closer or clo- close enough, we'll be able to see some of this stuff. And um, yeah, it'll be it'll be just it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah, that was just like one random thing that I was thinking of. But um, yeah, so we've got like we've got all these presets too. Like I actually snapshotted a couple of the presets just to see because they went through a few. So there's you know in like the team fight menu, they've got the pre the pre select the preset selection with you know by various presets. And I'm presuming, well, I don't know whether arena currency is cheap or not, but the presets are all like 50k in this one, which Obviously, in the base game, doesn't really get you anything, but in this seems to be seems to be fine. And you've got various presets with assault, CQB, scout, marksman, and then favorites. I guess you can make your own. And um, they're like they're they're kind of cool. You've got like the the calm preset in marksman, which is twenty two point two kilos in SVD with um, an RSH. A lot of them have RSH revolvers, which is quite funny. Uh, so you've got yeah, an SVD on that one with a with a razor, I think, and then there's a the Squall Assault preset with a Ash 12. And then you've got a the, the Cobra preset, which is like an AS Val and a and a shrimp. So yeah, it looks it looks pretty it looks pretty neat. There's like lots of different things. I'm interested to see what they do about the, the currency. Like yeah. I think that's one of the things that yeah, I'm just intrigued because if you look around the edges of the of the screen, there's like all these kind of like metrics. We're not really sure what they're gonna do yet. You know? Battle points and you know, rank, number of matches, KD. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. I, li- I just, li- I like looking at all that stuff beforehand and thinking like, oh, what are they actually going to, you know, what are they, they going to do? Like, how do you actually build these things? And yeah, it's funny in the bottom left, you can actually see that they have the, the now current squad, like, you know, buddy up system that we have in the, in mm-hmm. base Tarkov now. So that's, who knows? Maybe that was made for a reader. Maybe they did that first and then thought, oh, that's working. So we'll roll that out into the main game. And like, that's something that I don't ever really get to see or use because obviously I don't you know I play solo, so I don't, I don't play with other people very much. But when I was doing the testing the other day, I used it for the first time and I was like, oh, actually really good. Actually really good. You know, I never get the opportunity. And uh, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. And so I guess you, like, you buy these presets, but presumably you can unlock individual guns and then build your own at some point. I have no clue, Giga. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I have no clue. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm interpreting it that way because of the the favorite at the end, and then there's also another button which is. I mean, it could just collection. be your favorite presets, like preset presets. You know what I mean? It could be. It could be. It could be. But um, yeah, we will see. We will see. It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting to see like how you earn your money, whether you can port some money over. There's also like, what, what's this funny thing at the bottom? There's like the thing it says. It's like GLP score ratio. Two tap versus team fight. Fifty percent. Fifty percent. Maybe that's where your score came from. I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyway, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be cool. Do you do you see yourself like jumping into arena and playing a bunch? I I mean, is the recoil gonna be changed? Is my first immediate question because <laughs> it just kind of like it all hinges on that, dude. It all hinges on that for me. I mean, there's like so many things like netcode. Mm. Um, some people are talking about like movement, like it should go back to like pre inertia. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to that, but at the same time, it just doesn't make a lot of sense for them to do that. Like, why would you have a separate mechanical game? Because it's literally the same game, mm. just in a different package. I mean, you could see the same build number, <laughs> like 0.13, which I mean, hey, it's you know, they, they can do what they want to do. You know, people, people are gonna give them money, whatever. Um, so yeah, I just I can't really see them doing that, but that's kind of just my biggest thing is like uh is there going to be I mean I hope there's going to be matchmaking, you know, some type of like skill-based matchmaking. I'll definitely try, but I just don't I don't know if it's going to be anything of like value depending on You know what I mean? Like is uh, is it going to have all the same issues in Tarkov? <laughs> that's kind of the biggest thing, right? So yeah, so where's where's kind of your like I I quite enjoy pinning pinning these down a little bit. Like where's the biggest fish problem? So you mentioned recall like straight up. Um which yeah, is this is this just like the the initial spray, like the way that they've balanced the stats, you know, they auto controlled and all this stuff. Like that's that's the main one, right? Yeah. I mean it's like oh, dude, you just can't use um I mean you can use, but it's like really hard like i was watching i was editing a clip for airwings uh shorts and he had a scav with a i mean granted it had a no stock ak so maybe this is a little this actually might be a realistic case scenario but uh the recoil he had a drum mag and a pmc was pushing him and and he just like mag dumped him but like the first i don't know 15 shots we'll say was just like basically 80 degrees in the air like like you can't I don't even think you could like pull down and compensate. Like you can't even see what you're shooting at. Like it's ridiculous. But um, yeah, it's just like it's 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 so like the MP7 is like a, such an egregious example because you mm. you full auto and it just like it goes up in a way and then it comes down. Like you might as well just forego your first ten shots. But it's yeah. like it's so counterintuitive because you literally you want to full auto to get the essentially zero recoil you just have the randomness part but like if you single tap you're just like gimping yourself mm-hmm. um so, yeah i don't know i just after playing tarkov s uh spt and uh, a realism mod where they like reworked the recoil um to where instead it's like it's the uh, it's the inverse the longer you fall out of the worse the recoil gets it yeah. just makes so much more 
sense, dude. It's just like you can actually like single tap and it's like super accurate. Like you can single tap very fast if you want to. Um yeah. So it's just I think like that's how it works in squad, if if I recall. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't played squad. Yeah. So that's that's just the biggest thing for me. Like after I just after I played that and then going back to Tarkov, it's just like I don't have the patience or time to want to commit to learn each individual um, gun stats to mods, mm. like how far I need to pull down based off yeah. the rate of fire, and then you know you get to pull back up because they all kind of vary. Unless I wanted to like gigaman max it and just use the same kit and gun over and over but that's already like super boring so i mm-hmm. yeah that, that's that's a big one for me um desync was always on the menu and then audio is also always on the menu i mean they, yeah. 250 ems is just kind of like not an industry standard <laughs> like i would wager it's probably like sub 100 ms um there's like a good entry center. Maybe that's too generous, but that's like before yeah. calculating ping or anything, you know. Mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I mean, let, let's hope. Let's hope that Arena's you know, re- got a re- rebuilt base. Um, maybe this is kind of what Nikita's talking about. Who knows, right? If he yeah, says, I mean, oh, this we're rebuilding is... the base mechanics, like, oh, they were doing right, that for Arena right. anyway, so. This is the thing, you know. like, if they're going to rework the code, I mean, I, I haven't I'm I'm unclear if he said maybe you could clear this up, but did he say they're rewriting the entire game code or are they rewriting the net code? I think it's certain aspects of it. I th- I think it's not it's not everything. It's like, I think it's like yeah, the net code and some of the other stuff okay. that's busted. <clears throat> I mean, there could be like a foundational base they could rewrite, but I don't think they're gonna like you know rewrite everything for the sake of rewriting stuff. No, you know? no, no, I mean, but anyway, exactly. none, none, nonetheless, if if they're looking to like improve instead of working with old code, they want to like update it. And that updated code improves things like, you know, networking is probably on the list. Um, then yeah, that'd be, that'd be really great. That'd be really great for arena um, and the game. So, I mean, like yeah. when it comes out, I'll try it, but I just, in general, I just don't know if it's something for me. Um, because the other aspect too is like if they don't have skill based matchmaking, it's like I don't a I don't want to go up against Timmy's, and then also I don't want to go up against like I want to go with someone like at similar skill level as me because that's like when it's the most challenging, you know, in my opinion, anyways. Yeah, I I, I wonder whether it'll be a mixture. I'm I'm sure I, I feel like there must be some skill based matchmaking. I would hope so somewhere alongside it, right? Because it's it's supposed to be esportsy competitive, whatever. Like it yeah. it should be. And it'd be neat to then have those two things, right? You play Tarkov and you do whatever you want, and then you play Arena, and then it's like, okay, this is much more, you know, like other games, but it's like the the regular Arena shooter, but with Tarkov mechanics. So it'd be, you know, it could it could be the best of both. It could end up being the worst of everything. It's, it's, we're just gonna have to wait and see. But uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, is, is it is it really my sort of game? I don't know, but I'm I'm definitely gonna try it. It's gonna be yeah, I'm excited to be try it. Interesting to see. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. Yeah, so I guess like the recall thing is 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 the most interesting part, right? Because Nikita has said specifically that he likes recall the way it is now, but lots of people have been talking for years about a recall rework. 
And there are some fundamental problems with it, which make it, you know, the way it is right now. And um, as he said in his own words, he said it's all about the auto control. Mm -hmm. All about auto control. That's all all it's about. That's that's the way the Tarkov's recall works, right? And it brings in these fundamental issues that we've talked about before, like burst fire not working at all because the first couple of rounds have the absolute worst recoil and it makes it, it just makes it terrible to burst on anything. Like nobody uses burst fire at all in Tarkov. Like there's not many guns that do it in fairness, but nobody ever uses it. It's like the three round burst MP5 and you've got the vector, which does a two round. Um, and I think, is, it, is that it? Any other burst guns? G36 technically is a burst mode. Oh yeah, that's true. But nobody ever, nobody ever does it. And I was thinking, I was, I was kind of talking about this um, <clears throat> the other day with chat about how it's just so weird the system that we have right now about how we're like we're, it's kind of like the second order control. It's like so bizarre, right? It's like okay, well, the gun in most games you fire it and then it just does its thing, and then the player has to control it. You kind of have like two models, I guess. You have like you have the the you have one model where you fire the gun and then it moves up and moves your whole camera and everything up and that's it mm-hmm. and then i guess you have like you have other the other model where it moves up but then it comes back down again and tarkov's got this like we've got this weird system where you fire and it moves up and comes back down again but if you fire too much the pmc starts to take control of the of the recoil out completely outside of you and outside of the gun so there's yeah. like there's a, another player or there's another entity in between you and the weapon mm-hmm. but because the pmc doesn't control the recoil properly you then as the player have to do the second order control which is you're you're compensating for the pmc's lack of compensation so he yeah, doesn't I compensate mean, enough at the start, so you have to pull well, out a bunch. And then he compensates too much because you've already compensated, and now he's started to compensate, so now you have to actually let your compensation off, which is why it's like, it's why you have to pull down and then push back up again slightly. It's like so bizarre. Yes, you're correct. And I would say that how the system is presented, I think they, their expectation is for the user to not move their mouse. Because if you aim center mass, and you full auto, most guns will kind of level off at the head mm. once the re- once that kick goes up and then that goes back down. Um, and what I believe is because we talked we talked a little bit about this from last week um, podcast on the Tarkov TV cast that we did on yeah. the recap on that. So I, I may repeat myself a few things, but um, you know, Nikita said that he liked the the system, which was surprising to me. But considering that. As you say, it is it's it's a very RPG system, um, in that you're not you're playing the role of the PMC. He's got these stats that affect him. You know, his gun reduces. Uh, his he re- he controls the gun. You know what I mean? You're yes, you're controlling. It's like this hybrid action RPG thing going right. And back in the day, I think the system was okay. It was like. A little wonky, and the reason why I say back in the day because the recoil is a lot lower in general, and you the stats, the skills were uh did a lot more. So, I actually think the system the, the system itself is kind of cool because it is like a physics based system, and I kind of dig it once I like got to like kind of mm. understand it how, more how it works. Um, 
But I think it would be more palatable if it were the recoil like across the board was just like drastically reduced. And yeah, that's that's kind of all you need to do. But people don't like that because then every gun's a laser beam, which yeah. I understand. But in my opinion, it's it's just kind of better for everyone, you know. I mean, I uh, I just hate that like a stock AK is just so bad. Like it, it just feels like you gotta have a X amount of mods on it for it to be like you know moderately usable you know it, it's pretty rough yeah we talked about this with um our friend numbers of tarkov right in yeah. some ways and i ended up i had a conversation again recently with somebody else about it in chat and it was just a lot of people come to the conclusion that you know that again it's it's the same argument from lots of different sides that the meta guns the recoil is too low the stock guns the recoil is too high yeah, and the attachments do too much, and really you need to bring the gap down. So the meta guns need to be not quite as good, or maybe just keep them the same. And the default guns need to be, you know, way better. But you need to nerf all of the attachments such that you end up in the same place with the meta guns. If that makes sense, that's kind of like I don't know. That's kind of how it how it should be. I think it's just it's the, the problem is is just the, the the stock guns are so bad, and I, I get it. It's an, again, it's an RPG thing, right? That yeah, they but want people to progress and yada yada. But... This is the thing. They've nerfed the RPG side so much. They've increased the recoil so your auto compensation does less. And they nerfed the RPG stat bonuses that you get for leveling up recoil control. <laughs> so, like, we have this, like, heavily nerfed RPG side, but we still have the action side, which is, like, cranked up to the nines. Like, it's not even that. I mean, it's such a, it's a simple pattern. You gotta like pull down and then pull up, but it can be the as you said that gap is so wide and you can only close it. You can't really close it that much by skills. You have to do this really long, tedious leveling up questing to put all these mods. I guess if you get the rubber butt pad, that's a really good start and a decent muzzle break that can really help yeah. a lot. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's just yeah. No, it's 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 very tricky. It's very tricky. There's um, there's a lot, there's lots of like chat talking about it now, just in general. Sure. Um, because I think people are like, you know, they're speculating, they're interested in brainstorming and whatnot about like the way the way that it should be done and, and that kind of that kind of stuff. And yeah, it's just it's it's tricky because I just don't know. It's hard to know without iterating through like a bunch of different systems. You kind of need to ha implement lots of different systems and just try try it out how it feels because. Nothing's going to be perfect the first time. You need to try like a few radical different systems to to make it make sense. Like I, I don't think we're ever going to end up with a PUBG style recoil where you know every bullet you, know, you have to you have to just continuously pull yeah, down a... on every gun. I, I don't think we're going to end up at that at that point. But um, something like what you were saying about SPT kind of makes kind of makes sense, I guess. The thing is, we just we don't want to end up in a in a situation where like it was previously where. Yeah, things kind of felt balanced, but like a lot of guns just weren't used, and full auto was just so insane. And the meta guns just had like complete laser beam recoil, and everyone just run around just blasting everybody with that. Well, yeah, you know. there there lies a problem is that because of how everything worked together, namely auto compensation, burst fire and single fire really just were inferior. 
most of the time. I mean, single fire, uh, you could definitely make a case for at like long distance, right? Um, mm. But then again, I mean, you could like, full, it, anyways, the point being is if you turn it on its head where you have to choose, because right now it, um, uh, you know, uh, so, <laughs> I'm trying not to use the word su- superior warranty. Mm-hmm. All right, the superior one is pretty much full auto, and then beneath that, you get like bursts in quotation marks, and then beneath that, you got single fire. Did you flip it on his head where you know single fire is like the way to go? Uh, bursts would be beneath that, and then full auto at the bottom. That way, like, you have that those choices to make based off distances. Like, if full auto is like amazing up close good at mid-range and like okay or like maybe it's like meh at long range <laughs> then like why would you ever use any of the other options you know what i mean yeah you're never going to use bursts up close you know exactly but like you so might basically... use bursts up close if the full auto is like really bad if you miss a bunch of shots you know you can't just like bullet hose yeah because that's how it used to be right and that's why the m4 was so busted before it because... was you could get to like crazy low recoil. Like, you know, when you do the comparison of the things, it's like because the M4 takes so many different mods and some of the mods are so powerful compared to the default gun, you can shave off some insane quantity. It's like 87% of the gun's recoil or something, right? So it gets, it gets lower from its base than most guns do. And then because of the way that the compensation worked and the recoil was just, you know, the base recoil was super, super low, the auto compensation didn't really even factor into it. Like the small amount of auto comp that you needed just, brought it back into line and it was almost a laser beam within the first few shots. And yeah, you could just like, you could just full auto people on with a 4X, like no problem. And that was not, that was not the way because then it's like, yeah, why use any other gun? Um, I think actually Jesse had said this at one point. It's like, why use any other gun when it's the best at long range, it's the best at medium range, it's the best yeah. at short range, you know, it's full auto, it's an assault rifle, it takes all the best ammo. Like why use the sniper? Why use the DMR? Why use a pistol? Why use SMGs? Like it's just, use up everything. So you don't, you don't want to end up in that situation. And it's, it's hard building a system that feels good and then also doesn't incentivize these like meta choices to all that, all just culminate with like one gun or one particular type of weapons. Not that it's not really that straightforward, not that straightforward, I don't think. But um, yeah, a system where single fire is, is very, very strong. And then the more you fire, like it's something to do with the volume of shots that you fire as to how the weapon becomes more uncontrollable or something something along those lines like that 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 kind of makes sense right that kind of makes sense to me it i mean it's not uh the most realistic thing right i mean mm-hmm. um you know sustained fire you will sort of get you shooting at those individual shots you will receive that force and your shoulder will reset you know it's you maybe you could get into like a, a rhythm with the your cadence on your shots to sort of like anticipate the force and counteract it but like when it comes to like full auto you know you, you it's gonna push itself back and then you're gonna feel it in your shoulder and then you'll be able to lean into it and you can really get a good uh hold onto the gun at least that's how i'm i'm uh understanding it so it's not exactly the most realistic thing but i think it'd be better than like your bloom you know, if you're like mm. bloom, like your bullets just kind of like randomly going around, like no, that, that's that's like way too unrealistic. I just have like the gun, like I, oh man, I wish everyone could play Tarkov SP realism. <laughs> it's because it's just like 
It's so hard to describe, man. It's like I, I, I need to do a video. I've been, I've been mulling it over a lot more recently, but um, I haven't looked at the source code for it. Um, and I might, I might message developer and see if he can answer a few questions. But it's because it is a mod. Like he has to work within the framework. I mean, yes, there is um a plugin for uh Unity modding, so you can kind of like inject your own uh code um so there might be something with that there i, w- I would imagine so i don't know but it, it still works within the framework it, anyways i'll have to talk be, to him yeah exactly because that will be really interesting to know like precisely what did he do you know like yeah. how, how does it feel why does it feel the way it does because i think like you're talking a little bit about about realism but it's it's interesting hearing people like tower talking about recoil and stuff and about how Talking about quite like a naive view of, of recoil in many ways. You know, like a, a lot of modern weapons, the whole, you know, gun go up, burr, is not, it's not really, I don't know. Like it's kind, it's kind of a thing, but it, a lot of modern guns, you know, like the, those kind of effects are mitigated a lot. Yeah. And if you're looking through the scope, then it's more like, you know, it's, it's, like, a, it's like a shake, you know? Like a rat, yeah. talked about this before. Yes, it's just like the, it goes off and the, everything just, and the vertical goes, you can't just like keep going like like nonstop because everything's shaking around. So it's more of like a, I don't know, like a, a nudge or a bump or something like that when mm-hmm, you when you mm-hmm. fire um, on a lot of these modern weapons. And um, it's interesting because in the video, you know, he's talk of going the wrong way and blah blah blah. The Veritas video that blew up, he's got you know that whole section about people saying like, oh, go and play Call of Duty, and you know he shows the clips of, of COD. And I, I've as I've, I've said many times, I always I've quite like COD. I'm, I'm actually quite. A, I don't play that much now, but you know, I've been a COD fan in the past for sure. And gunplay's always felt pretty good in those games. And the you know, playing a bit of DMZ um a while back when it was, you know, out and new. And you're firing that, and that's kind of got that feel to it, right? It's got that like the bump feel to it. It's not it doesn't necessarily feel like the, the recall system's not perfect in that, but you know, it's got that it's got that feel to it that's different. It's not just like you fire and everything goes up in a vertical line, even the vector, even though it's not built that way, you know, all of this kind of stuff. And it's like, well, that's completely un- that's not realistic. And that doesn't even feel just feels kind of silly, you know. It feels like kind of naive and not really the the right way to to go about it. So well, yeah, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see what your guys have actually done. Well, what I would say about that is I think it it actually does feel realistic and i think what you mean to say is it looks unrealistic because the what ends up happening is your the game like you don't have that feedback loop without the your center of your screen moving up right so like you shoot the gun in the video game your screen moves up you pull Mm. down to counteract that that's like effectively you you know grabbing a tighter grip on the you know gun when it when Mm. you're shooting it you know so you sort of have like that feedback loop where you Shoot the guns like, oh, this thing's got recoil. You know, you shoot a really big gun, it's got a lot of recoil. You know, you get that that loot there. That's kind of where Tarkov does it a little weird because like you 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 see that initial kick and and you oh like oh I got that that feedback loop I need to pull down and then it starts pulling down really aggressively because the uh, the auto your PMC just takes over so it's like this weird disconnect halfway through. It's complicated. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they what they do, but that'll be cool. If you if you do get that, it'd be interesting because I think if so long as it's not veiled within that way, I feel like the community at this point actually probably has the most 
power, I guess, is the wrong word, but to actually influence. influence what might happen because it's it's in the early stages of design, right? Nikita said himself he doesn't know exactly how they want to do it yet. And so Which scares me. <laughs> for the yes, indeed. But if somebody puts together something coherent, I'm sure it would yeah. have an effect, at least. You know? and, I, and I would personally like <clears throat> to keep in a lot of the skills stuff, like make them relevant, but not to the mm. point where people have insane, you know, sway over fights um, because they have level 50 SMG skills. You know, their SMGs are just like a laser beam across the map. You know what I mean? <laughs> but something to have, be relevant there. I, Cause I, I like, I like the idea of the RPG systems for sure. Yeah. What could be interesting other than just like decreasing recoil? Cause that's pretty boring, right? <sighs> Um, I mean, you could do, hmm, I was going to say you could, it, it honestly depends how you design the recoil system, because you still could have something to do with the recoil, but maybe you could have it relevant to its subclass, like, I don't know, it, you, you'd have to do a brainstorming session, but I would say yeah. initially you could do recoil, but it could be like a very minor thing, like your, um, I don't know, maybe your Hey, yeah, it's kind of it's a tough one actually. The more I think about it, because <laughs> if you do anything, it's just like a a straight up, you know, effectively like a mod attachment on your on your gun. So it is kind of yeah. tough. It is hard. It is hard. I just it's one of those things where it's like I'd quite like to like look into it a bit and think about it a bit more. But I'm just not. I'm not actually sure what the answer is. I don't know what the right answer is about it. Like I don't have a really strong opinion about like this is what the recoil system in Tarkov should look like. I don't know. Like we can look at the existing system and say, okay, well. That feature should be changed. You know, burst fire should be more effective. We don't want people to full auto, da da da. But like, I don't feel like I necessarily have like the right framework in front of me or in my head yeah. to go. And here's the system that solves all these issues and makes it brilliant. Like, I just don't. I don't have that, and I don't really even have like um. I don't really have, have an idea in mind of what that might be, other than broadly speaking, what we were talking about about the right. semi auto and you know increasing full auto. So maybe maybe it deserves a bit bit more thought. I'm not sure. I think that might be just like a lack of breadth in terms of games that I play personally. That's probably like one of my own downfalls because I haven't played that many, right? Because you're referencing SPT and there's like lots of other games that you know, I've played. I've played my, my fair share, but I guess like not recently enough to come to mind. I'd need to actually go and have a look at a few different ones and just see like what, what feels good, what feels bad, what, what suits Tarkov, what would fit. Hmm. All you starting to brainstorm it. I'm not sure if I want to get down this hole. <laughs> the other problem in the <laughs> equation, in my opinion, is um, matchmaking. Because there is no matchmaking, at least that we know of, um, you get match of players with different gear, different um, attachments, and also different skill levels. So it makes that really sensitive. And if you have a really high-skilled recoil system, like, you know, high school in quotation marks, but in, in the mm. likes of, like, Rust, Old Rust, or um, I, use, I use Old Rust as an example because it was just, like, a, an extremely fixed pattern with very little uh, de uh, deviancy in, in the actual accuracy of the rifle. You were shooting mm. like the pattern was always fixed, but there was like slight deviancy. So you could like full auto people like a hundred meters, two hundred meters if you were like that insane. But you had to have the pattern down like 
I mean, 200 meters was like, uh, that guy is probably hacking, but you know, there, there is some legit, you know, but anyways, um, but that's kind of a problem if you don't have, like, it's a really, you have to sit there and train. I mean, same is true for like CS or Valorant, you know, you, you kind of need to learn the patterns of the guns. Um, it helps and it, it's a mechanical skill. You got to learn it. So if you don't have that matchmaking, that's kind of like a sore spot for players potentially, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so that's kind of why I lean more towards something a bit more casual in quotation marks. I know we're all scared of that word, but yeah. I mean, something a little bit more simplistic um, where you don't need to necessarily spend an hour a day in Kovacs Tarkov edition mastering your AK spray. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Aim labs for those other people out, out there. Yeah, because I feel like that's not really the point of Tarkov, is it? It's, it's, the, the point is not to sit there training yeah. your aim for yeah. 30 minutes before you jump into raid. People already have enough enough excuses yeah. to sit in the stack and not get into the game before having to go, oh, I'm just going to go back to Tark Labs to you know, go and train yeah. my aim again. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, man, I'm not sure. That's kind of my fear. I don't think they would do that. I think they'll do like a hybrid where it's like basically like Call of Duty um, where it, it like you said, it goes up, but it's random where it actually mm. deviates. So you have to like adjust on the fly. Um, but I don't even know. Like the depths of Call of Duty's recoil or like gun mechanics is like insane. I looked into it a little bit. It's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like the, it would be like 60 damage flat at like, you know, 100 meters. And then as soon as you hit like 101, it starts going down like uh, not smoothly, but like. Uh, sharp, and, okay. it'll, and then once it hits like uh 120, it will now do 50 damage, and then there'll be like another threshold along the line. Like, there's oh, weird, yeah, it's like it's and then the recoil is like there's recoil smoothness stat, there's like vertical recoil, there's like there's so many, like, who knows what they got cooking underneath the hood. That's but. true, actually. Like, that's probably a good a good model to look at because I remember when I was playing a little bit of that and looking into the things, and I'm just like, man, I don't even know what these attachments do. And you've got things yeah. like aim like aim stability and stuff right, like this whilst right. firing and things. And it's just like, how quickly does the crosshair, you know, it's like, how, how quickly does it not, like, even go back on target because it doesn't just jump, but it's like, how quickly does it stop, like, shaking around? Like, it's, 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 compli- it's, it's complicated. It's different, a different model. Not not a naive model, and this is why I think it's actually all right. Like it's it's honestly okay. It feels yeah. it feels good to use. This is the thing, right? No matter what people say about COD, it feels good. It feels quite good to use the guns in COD. It's like, very serviceable. Like yep, this time is... to kill aside, but you yeah. know you decrease the time to kill a little bit, and mm-hmm. uh, you know it feel it's it's yeah it's, it's it's serviceable as you say it's serviceable. So um, if we broaden the, the discussion a little bit further, because um, PvP in general has been. I don't know, a topic that people have been talking about and about, like, yeah, make PvP great again. You know, there's, like, <laughs> lots, there's lots of different parts to it, right? There's, there's a bound of... Bring patch 11.13 now. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's a whole side which I'm, I'm probably, like, less interested in, which is the, the profitability of PvP. I know people are always talking about because you can't find people's gear in Raid and sell it on the flea anymore. So it's, like, really kind yeah. of profitability there. Like, I kind of get it because... And and this is it's unfortunate almost because it's like tied together with like finding raid and stuff, right? You don't want people skipping the progression, and um, you want to be able to restrict the high end stuff, like like we have seen, and it's made the game feel better. Yeah, it just has. 
we've tried the old system and it didn't you know didn't really work but the problem is is pvp is unprofitable for that reason because you can't sell the gear to other people so it's like okay well what yeah. do you do do you either do you either increase the base prices of the of the items to the traders or do you do something which i'm actually kind of a fan of and just like increase the the dog tag um purchase prices like i, I wouldn't mind dog tags being worth quite a bit more you know it's like yeah. and it's still on a level scaling thing so people who are like low level they're not worth a much um, but people around your level you know imagine if you got i don't even know 100k for every kill that someone who's like only, 30 or whatever yeah i mean the only thing is that only works <laughs> if you're killing high level players it doesn't like it doesn't really make pvp worth it it makes like it, well it does and it doesn't is what i'm trying to say um because you know you could you could still have pvp even good pvp but they may only be level 20 you know yeah yeah this is this is true this is true but i guess like on on balance it'd be like well you know the high is the high reward for the high players you know yeah and it's like and also it's just about generally increasing the profitability and it's yeah. like it changing yeah. for me changing the dog tag price it specifically does that it's like you kill the people you're gonna make more money but the gear is still not on the fleet you still can't sell it to other players that like the economy side is untouched but that was kind of the pvp being less profitable was kind of a collateral damage thing so like, i don't think bsg really like were targeting making pvp less profitable i think they were targeting the restriction of gear right to stop people from short circuiting the yeah the the loop by getting to level 15 and then buying gear from people who got a labs card and went there and got gen gen four falls off the raiders in labs and you could buy that level 15 and then go around stomping everybody i think that was the that's the the issue right um i mean that's the most extreme case but the other cases still exist you, know, you find one you sell it or kill a player and you sell it so everyone just has class five like super super fast but i don't think that was necessarily the the like that wasn't a pvp problem so to speak it's like it wasn't a problem with pvp it's just pvp got downgraded because of this economic problem that needs to be solved so i wouldn't be a, i wouldn't be too um too against increasing these dog tag prices i really wouldn't there's a, there's another one so there's another one that like as i've seen a lot of people talk about and it seems to have got away a little bit but then i saw velian put out a post again about um about pvp and stuff and um that's like mainly where i'm referencing some of this this from and he wrote again about blunt damage in his his twitter post and I've just like I've seen it so many times. I'm just not sure. Like, what what do you think about blunt damage? What, do you think it's too much? Do you think that it should be reduced? Like, there's there's a lot of people who think it should be should be made less. I'm just not sure. Uh, I would yeah, I would just say I'm not sure. I mean, I'm guessing they're going off anecdotal experiences. I mean, my experience, I really wouldn't say I feel like blunt damage is too much. But I don't really. This is one of the things like having empirical data would be really helpful the discussion so yeah i can't exactly. really say because i mean like if you're is it, this is kind of like a shitty thing to say but like um it sounds like they're dying and they look at their death screen and they're dying to blunt damage so then they want blunt damage to be reduced that's kind of what it sounds like to me um kind of, yeah I, I, without I think... without having that empirical stuff you know like how much does it actually do and what what the cases are because there's a lot of armors there's a lot of ammo types um yeah yeah i think it the, the cases they are i think this, there are some specific cases i think that maybe warrant 
okay discussion but they are few and far between like i ran a few simulations myself to try and like figure it out and i i couldn't find that many like egregious examples of where it was like completely broken um there was a discussion at one point that i saw about m856a1 because somebody got shot in the head with the tegilla mask and you can be shot i think i mean it kind of depends right it depends it depends on what happens but you can be shot I think on the fourth hit with 5-6-A-1, then you, I think you die anyway on that shot. Now, I'm, try, I'm trying to remember whether the pen chance was super high at that point or not. I'm not sure. But either way, now the argument kind of broadly goes, if I never actually take a pen from a bullet and the armor did its job, should I die to blunt damage or not? And I think that's kind of the, the fundamental basis of the discussion. Is, is that a thing? You know, if you get shot six times with whatever, BT into a Zabralo, and I mean, I don't, I, that probably wouldn't kill you, but just for argument's sake, you know, and it never actually penned, the armor did its job and defended you and you bought it on that basis. Like, should you die from that? I'm not sure. Like, cause I'm, I'm currently on the train. Like, I, have, I personally haven't seen a compelling... A compelling case to say that blunt damage is too high and right. the blunt damage should be reduced. But I've seen a lot of people who are good PvPers, and maybe it's what you said, right? Maybe they see that they died to blunt damage and think, I shouldn't really die to that. I want to die to a real pen. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's like <laughs> it's complicated. There's ways, there's ways that you die. There's ways <coughs> that you die to blunt damage in unexpected ways. Like you know, if you take a bunch of damage to a black limb, it splashes over and spills over onto the rest of your body, then your thorax has less HP. So then you can die in what seems like a surprisingly small number of blunt damage shots. Because like if you're only at 200 health out of 440 or whatever, your thorax is now at 50%. If it all went through one arm, your thorax is now at 50, 50% HP, which is only 40-something. So two shots of, I don't know, like... A couple of shots or something will 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 kill you. Uh, it depends depends what it is. Depends what the ammo is. Um, and so I think like those things are, those things surprise people, and it's like you know is that just should that really happen? Should the blunt damage be so high? But yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still not fully convinced. So I was intrigued to see if the, you like uh, had any situations where you died to it previously and thought like it was too much, or had spoken to other people who who thought it was too high. But I d- I don't I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the only thing... I mean, the only thing I could say is maybe it's relevant to what you were saying about how you have damaged parts. Like, if someone, you know, peppers you down and the killing blow is effectively blunt damage, you know, I guess that's, you know... Like, maybe the issue there is not necessarily blunt damage. Maybe the issue is kind of the other... How the blacks damage system works and i don't i i really don't know i don't know what to say yeah because what's interesting because that's actually one of the other points that was on on, Bell, on <laughs> oh Twitter. really are you it telling <laughs> do headshots need to have more h do, do your headies have more hp guys i don't know <laughs> and he was just like you know reduce, maybe reducing the damage from collaterals now uh it's like it, again it's such it's such a complicated one because 
And I think there's there's a fundamental there's another fundamental kind of argument that goes into a lot of this stuff, which is about time to kill. And it's complicated because <laughs> part of the beauty of Tarkov is the time to kill is so low. Yep. It feels satisfying. It feels very like Tarkov is quite a satisfying game when you do actually kill people because they die very quickly. And if you catch people out of position, you know, you can just blink and you just headshot them. Like, it doesn't really happen in the cycle in the same way, right? It's usually like a, a big fight between two people, oh, there's guns going off everywhere. It's like very arcadey. Whereas Tarkov is much more everybody's a glass cannon. And the strange thing about this is that, I mean, I personally prefer that. It's just the way that I like to play. And it is a, it's a, it's a personal, like, it really does. There's no right or wrong way for these things. But interestingly, the lower that you take the time to kill, actually the less, like, skill-based it becomes in terms of shooting. And I can totally get the PvP guys when they say, oh, you know, we want, like, longer time to kill means more fun fights, people don't just instantly die, and all this kind of stuff. And all of that is kind of true. But it also then favours people who are better at FPS. Now, mm. again, it's another, it's another one of these things. Neither of these like methods is more right than the other they're just both they're just both things right it's like if you have a, a higher time to time to kill it means that players who are good have the ability to turn around and shoot the guy who's not so good and kill him before he manages to finish you off that kind of thing and i just don't know i don't know i'm not sure whether that's necessarily better or worse and, it, and again the, the third the third point on the on the list of, of L's was air's aim punch as well and it's kind of the same thing. It's like, if you make the aim punch and stamina drain and all of those kind of things that we've had, I mean, aim punch has been left alone, but all the stamina drain stuff, if you leave all of those as being really punitive, then it's very heavy advantage towards the first shot person, right? The person who sees you first and fires first and the person who hits the first shot has a huge advantage because the other person's then like blurry, can't see, you know, they're slow and then they get hit again and again and again and they die. And it's almost impossible to recover. It's like, Okay, well, you don't want people to be completely mo- like immobilized at the point of the first contact. But again, it's extremely frustrating for people who are less good, more good at positioning and tactics and that kind of thing, when they go like bang, bang, and the guy just whips around and just kills you, you know? And it's, uh, it, it's tough because there's no right answer. There's actually no right answer to this. Yeah. I feel for the most part, like, Tarkov does it okay, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's tough, you know? It's tough. And the PvP chats are always going to be pushing for, you know, the fights to feel more fun for them. I don't think it's necessarily like them wanting an advantage or anything no. like that. It's just like no, 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 they don't no, want to. No. They don't want to just like get into a fight and just be instantly one tapped. Like because it just it just feel, it feels bad. You know they want to have a good fight with people and they want the fights to be a bit a bit longer. And against somebody of I think this is the thing against somebody of the same skill level. Yes, you'd rather a fight be about repositioning, you know, movement, you know, flanking, and all this kind of stuff rather than just like two one taps. Like what yeah, yeah. yeah. Percent of the time they want to have you, percent of the time you want to have them. That's that's the that's the real discussion. But the collateral damage and the implication it has for the skill differences between players is also important, and I think sometimes is missed. Yeah, man, there's a lot of things to say. Um, <laughs> the so you said earlier that the beauty of Tarkov is its slow time to kill. I would say the beauty of Tarkov is its time to kill range because it can be. On one hand, you could be shooting at a guy with a Zabralo and you have a FMJ uh, rounds in your freaking PPSH. 
and you just set the right, and you hit, and if you don't have the knowledge of what he's wearing and what you're shooting and how that equates in the math and where you're actually mm. pointing your gun, you are at a giga disadvantage. Um, and on the flip side, if you take a PM pistol and you catch a guy in between the eyes that ain't wearing those ricochet glasses, damn you, curse you, <laughs> then you win. And it's uh, it has that huge range, and I, I love that about Target because it's funny too. Is like if I see at like a you know I don't know some type of like gun convention, and there's like oh that's a that's a oh that's a Zenit B thirteen rail. It's like oh yeah, you, how do you know that you you, you served? Uh, I, I play video games, you know. What I mean, it's like, <laughs> but it's 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 so so cool with the Tarkov. It helps you get like immersed in that that experience of learning all these things, building up that knowledge base um, within the game. And it's, I don't know, it's a really cool thing. But uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the beauty of Tarka for me is the ride, wide range. Um, however, I can understand where the PvP chats are coming from. Because I what I think, there's like two things you probably want. Okay, one could be you're just seeking the, the thrill of the fight, right? So that often you're, running into places kind of like you know go 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 uh and um you know you're chasing that that dopamine rush of a good fight so sometimes you get caught out and uh it's funny because it has happened to me in cycle like twice dude it's so uh anyways um yeah and it sucks you know it feels really bad and that's when you were like hey i want the you know i want my like i'm probably a better shot than this guy or whatever. Like I want, I want a quote unquote fair fight. You know what I mean? You want, you want to like mm. be able to turn around, counteract and turn the fight. The other side of it is you may just want something, a system in place where it's more competitive, right? Like you were saying, if you increase the time to kill, um, apex is like a good example for me because the, it's like really important to track people. Cause the movement's mm. like, why i mean there's so many like source engine movement bugs glitches that are like baked into the game now like they tried patching some stuff but i can't even keep up with it dude it's there's some crazy stuff nowadays but anyways uh yeah you have to like be really good at tracking people and hitting headshots is really important but they're not just like standing still they're like going up and down and vertically and sideways and mm-hmm. doing backflips and stuff so <laughs> uh they may want it to to be be more like that, where there's a much more skill, you know, the skill ceilings increased and it's more competitive and stuff, and they yeah. just can't two tap in the Dorax everywhere. But the problem with that is again, I go back to the matchmaking argument is we don't have matchmaking. And it's gonna feel really bad to players when, you know, Jim Bob over here is a nursing, flipping around, jumping off walls, just HK bunny hopping, you know, spraying you down, and you know, <laughs> meanwhile, you're just trying to like grab your pocket watch or whatever, you know, it's just, yeah. it's tough. So I digress. <laughs> That's a very good point. That's a very good point. I actually like, I like that take. I actually yeah. like that take because of the, the time to kill range. That's a really important thing um, that I'd kind of overlooked. And then also, yeah, the lack of matchmaking is important because of the range and skill players that we have. Um, it's, it's a very good point. It's a very, very good point. And I think, I do think for the most part, Tarkov kind of uh, treads that, you know, that fine line fairly well most of the time. But there's still a, you know, there's a learning curve of like, why did my 
PRS bullets out of my AK. I shot him 16 times, and why didn't he die? And there's, there's still an element of that for new players, but for the most part, and because people, a lot of people aren't wearing face shields and stuff anymore, so you know, you shoot somebody in the face and they die. Pretty much, pretty much without fail, unless they're messing around with like silly helmets, like I am at the minute. Mm-hmm. I've been wearing the LSHZ 2DTM, <laughs> the one with the class four. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Which now that it's fun. turn speeds aren't too crazy, it's it's. Mm. I've heard it's not that bad. Like it's still kind of bad, but it's not. Yeah, that bad. The, the bad thing is the the visors are still. I don't think they changed them. I think they forgot because they changed all the helmets. I like tapped it into my calculator and then uh, I like whoop, ramped up my my mouse sensitivity because I was going Zabralo as well. But uh... um, yeah. So- Someone said, isn't the solution to make chest armor plates a tier higher, headshots to be one shots? I mean, you could you could do it like that. I mean, I would argue in theory, you make it a bit more skill-based, because the headshots are like hyper-rewarding. Um, but it's like all how you do the gunplay, right? You know, if the gunplay mm-hmm. is like everything's just a laser beam, then... You know, how much skill base are we talking? You know, if the gunplay is like you shoot once and the gun goes like sporadic, you know, it's like, you know, I mean, there's like, there's like a weird fine. If you, if you have, there's probably uh, like a bell curve to it, like in the middle. If it's like too uh, spray, like, like, like shotgunny. You're just like shotgunning bullets out, then it's like, oh, I got the lucky head head tap. I won. You know what I mean? Um, but if it's too extreme on either end, then it doesn't really feel. I don't know. It's it's a tough one, but you could do it like that. There's CS is very much like that, where headshots are heavily rewarding um, with the AK and like Deagle, uh, yeah, a couple other guns, but yeah, and like for the main, that is kind of how Tarkov is. Yeah, right. For the most part, like headshots are. Are very heavily rewarded, but it's like because the the gun wants to jump in the air. It's like if you aim for the head to start with, it's that tricky thing. A yeah. lot of your bullets end up going into the sky instead. If you aim at the thorax, then you're probably going to continue to hit upper thorax and maybe the head. You know, it's a t- it's tough. Yeah, and and I really don't mean this in a mean spirit way, but because there's so much, um. There's also, like, we didn't even talk about ricochet chance, um, fragmentation. Like, there's a lot of these chance-based dice rolls, uh, RPG elements of the game. And I think what some players want is they basically want an eSport Tarkov. Like, uh, make this game uh, Apex, but with Tarkov mechanics, you know? Yeah. Um, like, Like, just the movement and shooting you know you know i mean i just like a very specific list um and i just i don't i don't know if that's necessarily what tarkov is going for or should be my opinion but indeed indeed i agree i agree okay shall we unless unless you have anything else specific then uh i was gonna oh one Mm -hmm. one thing uh uh uh, aim punch blur. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that is probably one thing that is on my list. Um, maybe maybe I'm just dead wrong, but that's I don't I feel like the blur is probably the more prop. Like I wonder if you remove the blur part, if it wouldn't feel so bad. Like I think you need 
aim punch. Uh, maybe you could reduce it, but I think maybe the aim punch is fine. But the mm. blur is like not only is your screen um getting like jerked in one direction, but it's also blurred. So you can't you can't even see like it's just a I don't know. It's 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 like as if you got flashed for you know a second or a couple three frames or however. Yeah. And I don't even know how long it is, but. Because you you probably notice it like the when I notice it right, and it's like you notice it when you're editing because you can go back and look at these things frame by frame, and lots of people don't, right? And it's like some of these fights you're looking through, and it's like the first round, like you don't really, you, it's one of those weird things where you can't necessarily tell as easily when you're actually playing the game mm-hmm. because you know because you know where things were on the screen. It's a little bit like you know if you're like in a room. And you need to like go to the other side of the room, but you're like, you know, locking up for the night or whatever, and you know where everything is, and you turn the light off, and it's like you almost have this like snapshot of memory of where everything is. So you can just like move through no problem. And because you saw the situation, you know where the guy is, the aim punch and the blur, it all happens so quickly. You broadly knew where he was, and you can see the the outline of him moving in the blur at a regular speed. So you can kind of continue to track them. When you're like editing, you kind of lose all of that context. So you're looking at like one frame of the aim punch, and you're like, "Damn, I can't see anything here because like, there's no there's no like movement information or anything like that, right?" Like the the blur changes from frame to frame to sort of give you it gives you some information that you wouldn't necessarily get just looking at one screenshot. But even still, you go back through some of these fights, and it's like the very first round hits, and because it's you know yeah three or four frames worth of just blurriness. Some of these fights, the whole thing happens, and it's both sides are just completely blurred out, and you just like. You're just like, God, you can't see anything. And exactly to your point, it's like, yes, maybe the aim punch is fine. Yes, you got shot. You should be punished for that. But if you remove the blur, then maybe that actually would allow the player to then com- like recompensate for it and pull the fight back. And it's, it's almost like, um, it's like a comeback mechanic in Dota. You know what I mean? It's just like, right, you took yeah. a punch. Now you're at a disadvantage in this firefight because your aim's being shifted and it's shifting around. But now you can try and like compensate for it yourself because now you can actually like see where the screen went. Because if, if it's both, like it was in that situation that we talked about ages ago with, with my one where I got shot on streets. I couldn't see until I looked at it frame by frame. I actually couldn't see where my gun had been shifted to because it was so blurry and, and so crazy. And I was astounded I didn't kill the guy. And I was shooting, you know, three centimeters across to the left on my screen versus what I thought. You, you can't see it because it's just blur everywhere. Um, even with a laser, it was just like, you just can't see. And so that doesn't really give, it doesn't really give the opportunity for somebody to, you know, adjust and to and to come back, and I think maybe maybe that is too much. I don't know. Like it, maybe it's too much to like maybe, maybe just reduce the blur a bit. Like it doesn't need to be completely gone, but right now it is very. It, it, it's a you know it's, it's a the, the Gaussian blur up to like you know level fifty or something. It's 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 harsh. It's a big it's a big harsh effect. The Photoshop filters like straight over the screen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the more I think about it, you know, maybe I'm wrong in that. Like no matter which way you slice it, you know, it's too much. It's just fine. It's, it's okay. You know, it's okay. Like there's not a right or wrong way to do these. Like yeah, in in this context, I think, um, because if BSG wants it to where you get shot at, you are incapacitated severely, then that's fine. That's just like people have mm-hmm. to now play around that, that mechanic in the game, um, because if you did. Like, let's say, you know, we did remove the blur and you just had the huge screen uh, flick or whatever. Um, that would sort of like add a layer of, 
you know, now you got your vision back. So now you have more information. Now you might be able to, as you say, react to that. And that kind of adds to that skill ceiling, you know, mm-hmm. raising the skill ceiling, <laughs> all these gamer terms. But, uh, so I don't know. It's maybe, maybe, um, maybe it's fine. It's, I don't feel like it is because <laughs> going frame by frame, dude, sometimes it's, it is, I, it's so frustrating because you, it just feels like you're, and that's that's part of the game, honestly. But it just feels like you're. Jesus took the wheel, you know, the key to take the wheel at that point, because it's just like that's the thing. You're both just randomly shooting, and yeah, again, it doesn't like, feel great in my opinion. Yeah. But if that's how they yeah, want I th- it, I think they could turn the blur effect down by about half as a as a start, and that would maybe help a bit. Yeah. You know, just to see. Like, it doesn't need to be that harsh. Like, it goes from zero to 100 in literally one frame. Like, there's no wind-up or anything. And it also goes away quite quickly, too. Maybe instead of a blur, I'd I'd be fine with the edges of my screen being re- reduced. Like, um, like, the, like the pain effect now, you know, where it, like, blurs yeah, the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give like me something. It's sharp in the middle, but it's, like, yeah. really blurred at the sides. You know, you lose all your peripheral. That would, that would kind of be cool. Yeah, because I get what they're going for, but the blur just makes it, like, I don't know. You can't really, as you say, you can't see. It's so hard to make out where your gun's pointing. You know how your arms are positioned from the hit you just received. Uh, where they are, <laughs> you know, the Tarkov is already like a muddied looking game. So, yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. All right. What was what was the thing you were gonna bring up? I was just the last topic. Um, so if there's anything else that you wanted to, to discuss. Oh, then, uh, one, yeah. one quick thing. I, I, did, about Axel. <laughs> I did watch uh, the video you posted of Desmond. Or not you posted, but you. Oh, in, in our yeah, notes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one I said, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like watching it, it's like, yeah, that was perfect tracking. Assuming that, you know, your gun was, you know, not 300. <laughs> What is it? Yeah, because it's actually crazy. So this this video that Desmond uh, Desmond Pilat posted up onto Twitter, he's using the P90 and he's on the streets and he's in the Pinewood Hotel and he's in one of the what would you call it like the Sky Bridge area. Yeah, yeah. And he's looking towards the main center of the of Pinewood, like, like in the, the outside, and... the courtyard. Yeah. Yeah. By uh, the truck that's it's really not that far away, and a dude appears from behind the truck moving towards the right, towards the Pinewood Hotel wall. And um, Desmond starts shooting. He mi- does miss the first couple of shots because he anticipates the guy to continue to the right, but he doesn't. The guy actually turns around the front of the truck and, and moves to the left instead. He readjusts his aim across, and he's firing literally at the guy dead on with, the, uh, with, his, with his crosshair. On his and head, the nonetheless. Like it is, it's nuts, right? Yeah. And the guy's just running, 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 jumps. He catches him. There's one blood spatter, and then he disappears. And he just posted it to Twitter being like, the world needs to see this. And I was looking at it. I was like, I do wonder what's happened here. And I was like, I, I looked at it for probably you know, longer than I should have. Because uh, I just thought it was quite interesting. And in the end, I came to the conclusion that I actually went there on streets with my rangefinder. And it is, it's basically 30 meters. The distance from him to that truck. And SB193, which I presume, so I said, I assume um, and he, was, he was using SB193 because it's the one you can buy, right? You, the SS190, yeah. you have to craft it. So SB193 and a P90, it only travels, it's actually like 295 meters per second Oof. or something. Like it's, it's one of the slowest rounds in the whole game. Which means that even if you're shooting over 30 meters, 
it takes a, like 100 milliseconds to get to the guy. So if someone's doing a full sprint right to left and a person is only half a meter and you're shooting at the middle, like and if you're shooting at their head, for example, but yeah. even if you're shooting in the middle of their body, they only have to move 25 centimeters in 0.1 of a second for you not to hit them. And when you go back and look at the clip, the truck is just like, all the metallic, like, you know, the bullet, like bouncing off the truck behind. It's like a scene like, straight out of the matrix. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's like, it's like the perfect distance to just miss behind the guy on yeah. every single shot, except right near the end where he, you can see him start to pull, pull ahead. Yeah. And yeah, he yeah. actually manages to catch him once or twice. Um, at the end, as, as someone's asking for the link, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to paste it into the chat quickly. Uh, there, there it is. There you go. For anyone, anyone in chat who, who wanted it, and I guess, can you can you throw it up on the yeah, YouTube? Yeah, I'm chat? Throwing, okay, I'm I guess throwing so. it up. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It was interesting. It, it was interesting. I, I I just said like cue the CS, you know, shots one to three, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the the meme, the classic meme. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was funny, right? It was funny just because it's like one of those things where some like awkward game mechanic means that you just get cucks for no reason. Or you think like, oh, no, what's this? And then you think about it and like, oh, actually, I was, I was amazed. I was honestly amazed that it made so much difference over such a short range. Yeah, I was too. I mean, I haven't used... Unfortunately, that like gun in general just doesn't feel great because ULACs save lives, man. I mean, you hit them in the ULAC and they can eat like multiple rounds, I think. They can definitely eat a round of either 193 or uh 190 um i just i just did the test so you know uh it's do you want to know the answer do you want to know the secret sneak preview for tomorrow's video yeah sure hit me with it so you can so an, an s an ss 190 has because it's got 37 pen right it's got 55 percent pen chance you can pen a ulac with ss 190 it won't kill them oh interesting that makes even more sense okay sb193 has a 40% chance. Oh. And a ULAC. SB193 will kill them. Oh, snap. And that's at what, what distance? Like, like zero. Zero okay. meters. So I wonder... So, if... so SS190 literally cannot headshot a class 4 helmet, which is crazy. Yeah. It's not possible. SB193 will do it until about 40 meters. It's quite a long distance. Oh, really? What? It, it, has two less, it has two less God, pen. The system is but so it has, weird. But it has five more damage. Yeah, and because it's a slower round. It's slower round, it doesn't lose that damage over distance. <laughs> I can't. Right? I can't. So, yeah. Like, I, I think, like, the video that I'm, I, I've got coming out tomorrow, I think it's a, a strong argument for changing the head HP to 30. I really do. Yeah. A lot, of these, a lot of these things end up being weird around the 35 threshold. Like, 30 would be much more clear-cut. Like, there's very few situations where... 30 would be a problem like it, it, it lengthens out all yeah. the ones that are like you know 80 meters and it won't headshot anymore it lengthens all of that oh those significantly all of these weird ones it's like there's there's a whole bunch of other rounds that just like will not want out class 4 helmets even though their penetration says that they can you know yeah okay so basically bizarre. you're targeting your suggestion is targeting specifically the round penetrates and they die they end up on because bullet into yeah. your head equals yeah. dead. Whereas yeah. you're not necessarily trying to target they ricochet or it absorbs it and they die. That's fine. I think that's fine. So like, you know, if you want, if you, you want the helmet to work still. 
Would yeah, I wonder how yeah. it works. If, if the U like if the U like bounces or absorbs the shot, mm. fair enough. Yeah. If you if you pen the U like, right, you should be dead. <laughs> I, in my opinion, yeah. you really should be dead. And there's there's lots of rounds that it's not the case for. Maybe maybe what they should do is add a new mechanic. Okay, it's called brain oh, no. damage. Whenever no, you, whenever you're under five HP in your head, you turn into Demirka Scav. You're just like, <laughs> re constantly like reloading your up. AK. <laughs> yeah, you just like constantly inspecting your gun. Just like, every action has a seventy five percent chance not to actually happen. <laughs> All your controls are reversed. You know, <laughs> yeah. your WASD just twists a random. Uh. You know, it's like ninety, hundred eighty, or two seventy, depending on like. <laughs> Your your vision's blurred. <laughs> uh, Man. Anyway, it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. Because we've talked we've talked about this before, so I'm I'll be I'll look forward to that video. Yeah, because it's like I finally kind of figured out a way of like doing it in a way that made sense. Um because mm. you kind of have to have an idea of like what might happen. You know, it's basically all the all the work that I did on ballistics. I'm now kind of at the stage now where I'm just like green for all bullets that deal 35 to 40 damage through class 4 you know stuff like that which I was not able to do before which now I am and um, and it's like okay now it's like pull through the data and go like hmm what makes sense here what doesn't make sense you know AP 6.3 now chuck that because it's a 9% pen chance anyway so who cares it's junk you know and then um, with some like distance shenanigans built in and, and whatnot. so yeah it's, it's cool cool alright what you got now that I've you know interjected multiple times that's fine that's actually more interesting <laughs> honestly i'd like almost rather talk about that i mean this this, <laughs> this is it's pretty it's pretty short i guess we'll just like finish up with this and this is anything else random that you've got but um there was like a little bit of a little bit of drama. i wouldn't say it's like mega drama but just like a little bit of drama out there in the talk of community about uh cheaters and specifically about cheaters who are streaming and i know that axel has been kind of on the rampage there was um i don't know whether this was related in any way but veritas put a post out on twitter saying there's a prominent streamer that I'm 99% sure is is cheating. Should I put a video out and should I call them out and should I do a thing? And um, people said, well, a lot of people said yes because they just want to like you know they just want to know. But um, a lot of trusted people, at least to him, said like I, w- I don't think it's worth worth it to do that. Um, mm. Basically, just tell BSG and move on with your life. So I don't know whether that's got anything to do with this, but but anyway, Axel came out today with a video about. Um, about streamers cheating and it was mainly about um about this one guy in particular um a, a german guy and i can't remember the actual the, the streaming name because it's like a you know, german word or, or whatever but rather than you know rather than like delving through the whole situation you can go you can go watch it go, go to axel's channel and watch, watch his video you know there's the guy threatens him with some stupid laces or i'm gonna sue you or whatever for some stupid thing but the guy's in germany like it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense the interesting part is about, because it was both Axel and um, Tiggs looking out for this guy. I think the first guy was called um, I'm Jug or something, and Tiggs has been asking for this guy to be banned for ages. And um, and the second guy was this German dude. And and the way that they were, I guess, like catching the cheater or whatever, is by like looking at the gameplay footage that they are showing out on their stream and showing that they, because like obviously you don't see anything, right, as the viewer, but showing that the guns that they have and the recoil that they have for those guns isn't the set, isn't the right recoil. Mm. Um, and I was thinking originally, I was like, ah, you know, you have to be a bit careful at like FOV and like you know all this kind of stuff. It might make it might make a difference. But 
some of the stuff was like pretty egregious in the end. Like, um, you know, both Axel and uh, Tiggs went to go and build a various guns. So this, you know, there's one which is like, you know, the, the SA-58 on labs and the guy's just like shooting and it's just like, doo, 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 doo. And there's another one with an SVD. And it's just like, even if you make them in recall versions, like they just bounce a certain amount. And it's, there's, it's clearly using like a, a no recall or like, you know, super minimized recall mod. But the one I think that is just like total clear cut. And again, this is something that V talked about, which is that, you know, maybe there's a bug. If you do this and that and the other, then the recall's minimized, whatever. You never know, right? You could just never know with Tarkov. But the one that seems to be the most clear cut is the RSH revolver with like a vortex on it or something. Razor, um, razor or voodoo, whatever, whatever it is, whatever scope in the nice, the nice, I think it was the nice, the nice ready one, the, the razor. Anyway, when you fire that thing, right, it's like <laughs> up, right up <laughs> yeah. into the air. But when when he's shooting it on his screen, it's almost as if, and I, I mentioned this to you briefly before, right? Like it's almost as if he fires and the recall's like almost like capped out. It's like down or something. So it's like, and then he goes to reload it like this, like down like that. And it's super, super weird. It's like so strange. So I, I, I kind of see like the logic where if you're controlling recoil as well on the other weapons, you can see the whole camera being moved. Like the players are like moving the camera because the camera recoil, you know, separates from the gun slightly. You can see people moving the whole screen down. But like he's not having to do that. Um, anyway, he's like deleted all the vods, and uh, there's like the only vod is from like seven days ago. It's like, the latest one available. And when you look, Axel was like, "Well, yeah." When you look at this video, he's got normal recoil. Like all of his guns are normal in this in this video. But um, there was like quite a few different guns. There was yeah, there was like a G28. There was a an SA58. There was the RSH revolver, etc. Um, etc. Et there's like a whole list. But it, it was kind of intriguing. It's just like, I guess you can't hide that, right? Because it, it's what you see on your screen as having less recoil. Unless you're like really paying attention, like you probably wouldn't necessarily notice because it's like you said before, are you going to learn the recoil pattern of every single gun in the game when you get down to like the meta level? If you slap all the mods on and you forgo ergo, sometimes they do look pretty low, low recoil. And also you can't see the guy controlling either. So you don't really know. Like, and if you're not paying attention prop, like completely, um, you could be well forgiven for not noticing uh, and not, not realizing. But um, I'm not sure when this got flagged up, but I mean, I think it became a bigger problem because like the second guy at least had like participated in some tournaments and like had won some money or something as well. So it was, you know, mm. that's when it's like not just not just a video game kind of thing. Right. It's like people are competing for for like real prizes and and that kind of thing. And actually, you know, that makes like a real world difference. Um, but yeah, I thought it was kind of yeah, I did actually think it was interesting because of like the method of how they were coming to the conclusion that the guy was cheating. It wasn't stat speculation or, or anything like that or um or whatever they were you know looking at this like what seems to be a blatant recall hack of some kind to either mm. minimize or remove it completely yeah it's just just a just, just strange just strange why you do that if you're streaming i can yeah. i can i can sort of see like people people can end up dark, down dark paths right it's like well i mean it might be more obvious if you had zero recoil because it sounds yeah. like there's still recoil present it just looks very odd so i've i'm I'm gonna have to take a look because i wonder if it's scripts like i know i know rust had a bit of a issue with the old recoil system because it was uh very pattern based and you know it being unity and i guess it being so um so heavily pattern based that mm -hmm. scripts were really easy to write for the guns and um, people would basically have effectively zero recoil AKs, not by any means of hacking 
the game, um, like changing, you know, values within the game code or, or you know, whatever memory mod- modifications, you know, what I'm talking about, but it was yes. just third party software um, acting as the mouse, which I guess is still cheating. Um, it's just a different form. You know, it looks differently. I'm sure many, many games, uh, you know, have some type or anti cheats have some type of uh, security measures for this type of stuff because you could probably easily do a lot of devious things with that. But none mm. of this. Um, yeah, I have to look into it. I'm, I'm intrigued. I yeah, it, it. it certainly is intriguing. Uh, I think that was what fascinated me the most about it was the the detection method because I've not really seen that before. And I, yeah, I mean it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty bad, right? If you're trying that on literally like on on screen it's like and then yeah. they had the same they had the same actually yeah i i that's how i lied I, they had the same method for the first dude and he was the one using the spd and axel again he went to build that gun um and he was just like you know i have higher skills than these people in recoil control and stuff so it's not that and you know you can see it jumps more um hmm. yeah it's, 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 it's intriguing it's intriguing but i did see i can't remember like he was talking about it but just you know with with changes and stuff being, you know, the game being like hard or whatever, like people who try to make a name for themselves or, you know, they want to like break in and they use it to like get themselves noticed or whatever. You can kind of see, because it doesn't normally happen with people who are like a bit smaller. Yeah. You tend to find. Well, they um, they may be more likely to take risks than your big. That's, that's fair because you yeah, don't have anything to lose, right? Yeah. Think, oh, maybe I make it big or like, you know, I get, I get busted and found out and then I just go back to, you know, whatever I was doing before. I guess that's true. And one angle I could see too is if like the one the cheats I've seen for Tarkov, like the very egregious ones and videos and whatnot, is the uh the ones where like you get the characters, the little stick figures walking and like boxes around them and then they got their gun and like a ring around the gun and like they shoot it, the gun doesn't move, just bullets like you know, zap out. Like that's super obvious when you're viewing it, but like you know, something to like does like they it still looks like it has recoil but it looks odd as you're describing it you know like you maybe your average person like maybe they would think that their average person wouldn't catch on you know what i mean like maybe that's yeah. the the tenaciousness of of their actions how they reasoned it out yeah it it, it is quite subtle um in in some cases i think but then in mm. other cases you're just like oh my god yeah, the, the, just looks the really weird. RS twelve sounds really egregious. I, that's the one I want to see the most. Yeah, that one's just that's, that's crazy. It just doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. like it's like the whole it's like the recoil of the gun. Like the apex of the recoil begins at the like crosshair level. It's well, like super strange. Yeah, see that's because if you shoot the RS H uh, twelve with a um tac thirty, I think it is the one at the little ring and then it's got the dotted crosshairs i think it's the tech 30 i hate that one i'm pretty sure it is and uh because of the way your eye and headsets and whenever you shoot it 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 you can see the scope literally go down you lose complete vision of the mm-hmm. scope so it just looks like it, it's so weird because the obviously the front of the barrel of the pistol is swinging up and the scope just drops down but it's very like snappy very yeah. snappy Plus, you got camera recoil going on. It, it looks all type of craziness. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah interesting little little tidbit i only really saw it today i i saw like some people talking about it and there's been like murmurs about about like people calling out cheating streamers and stuff like this but um, i think like i think like desmond made a post about it axel was talking about like oh i've got this video coming and like yeah. tiggs was talking about it on his stream veritas has been talking about it. i'm just like what is going on you know it's like it, it started to become a little bit of a theme so uh yeah I figured it was worth it was worth a, a quick discussion at least. But. <laughs> Cheating is a popular topic. I hate to admit it, but it's a popular topic. Tarkov giving the uh, Tarkov it sure universe. It sure is. It sure is for better but... or for worse. Am I right? Yeah, uh, in some ways, like at this low level, it's almost okay. And you know, it's like keep yeah. the focus, keep the focus, but right. without being, you know, the complete inferno that it was. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, I was it even like three weeks, four weeks ago? I'm not even sure now when that video came out. I don't know. I'll have to go and check. I'm going to have to go check. It's probably more recent than I'd like to admit. Feels uh, like a lot's happened since then. One uh, quick last thing. Just want to get out there so I can get it off my list. Uh, DMZ goes pay to win. You guys remember DMZ, right? It was Poggers. Oh, <laughs> I actually read about this. Yeah. Okay. Dude, yeah. So the long and short of it is DMZ, the the, the Tarkov light game mode, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's free to play. You know, it's within the um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two game. Uh, it uh, comes with Warzone. You know, you know what? It is. They, you could buy operators that have DMZ exclusive perks, and it's like you start with a free backpack. You start with a, and it's a, it's like a permanent. Like every raid now, you have a free medium sized backpack. You don't get a small mm-hmm. one when you die. Uh, you get a, it's just like oh, I can't. I mean, honest, I say I can't believe they did this, but like at the same time, I think it's probably not gonna hurt them. Like some people, I know people. Some people were upset. Like I think Geeks was. I didn't watch his video yeah. on it, but I imagine he's probably upset about it. But like, I honestly think for the market that game is like geared for, because I don't think it's targeting like tarkov people like it plays nothing like it's like tarkov yeah. for toddlers in a way i think we said before i mean it's it's fun don't get me wrong i played it i had my fun with it but it doesn't really have that gripping compelling mm-hmm. gameplay for me i mean it's it's not that intense but it's a pretty fun ai cooperative with a little tense combat action with other players mixed in, you know, and there's some looting and stuff. It's it's okay, but uh, I I kind of think this is I got uh, now that at first I was like a knee jerk reaction, but now I'm kind of like, oh, you know what? This probably makes sense. It's probably like I imagine people are actually okay with this. Like, may, or maybe they're not okay with it, but the money won't. We'll say otherwise. You know what I mean. <laughs> The yeah, money's it's gonna, gonna happen tell anyway, story. and then you know everyone will have to just live with it. <laughs> yeah, you know I love to. One of the uh, operators is like EOD edition. <laughs> really? I, yeah, I do. I have to look at. Uh, oh I think I pull up his uh, his Twitter. Is I swear it was like EOD was in the uh, yeah EOD specialist. <laughs> he gets a medium backpack. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that's actually a funny joke. That's good. No, that's good. And darker, darker's back on the menu, baby. The 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 one well, last last thing. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yes, I know. 
yes and no. I mean, it is, apparently, but... Uh, the long and the short of it seems to be that you now have to go and torrent the game officially because they can't put it on the Steam store because they're being sued by Nexon, which is like, <laughs> what? I know, dude. I love it, dude. They are like the most badass developers right now. Can you imagine? Guys, if you want to play, if you want to buy our game, go ahead and just drop some Bitcoin into this wallet and we'll send you a link to a torrent where you can officially play our game. It's like the most backwater stuff ever dude i love it yeah it's good it, it's proper you know 2004 internet kind of shenanigans going on well and people uh, are I, like wild in on twitter about it. it's so funny it's, dude like they're giving them so much publicity because of this stuff right i always mm-hmm. feel like they're gonna do better because of it like when they come out the other side everyone's gonna be like, oh you know that game where they had to put it out for torrent and stuff like it's it's, it's just like it's an interesting story <laughs> yeah it really is yeah it's like what's the what do they call it the Barbara Streisand effect or whatever. Like next time they're trying to like prevent this game, but because now because they're preventing it, now it's becoming mm. headline worthy. So now loads of people are finding out about it. Everyone wants to know. Everyone's like, oh, I can't just buy it on. Oh, it's been deleted on the Steam store. Oh, I have to go through like this torrent. I feel like <laughs> torrent. It's, not, it's like it, it makes it like way more intriguing. Like loads of people are going to want to get involved now. So it's completely backfiring, which is kind of funny. Often these things happen. It's it's a yeah more complicated way of saying that any publicity is good publicity, you know. <laughs> yep. So we'll see. You gonna be playing? You gonna be torrenting it and playing? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so weird when you say it like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I think tomorrow I'm gonna. I'm gonna step away from the cycle and uh, jump. The, the 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 new map looks really good. They changed a lot of stuff. I'm excited. Yeah. It's God. What a what. A, yeah. I don't even. What a time. <laughs> it's just so wild, dude. I love it. What a time. God, it's like all this, all this stuff going on. I do remember this, like the, the DMZ thing. It was so funny because somebody, mm-hmm. I remember seeing it somewhere on Twitter and someone being just like, you know, you'd think after like a talk of like, you know, semi falling apart over in the corner of his all cheats and stuff. This is the time that, you know, they could double down on DMZ and make it great. But instead, they're just like, hey guys, we're unveiling pay to win. It's just like, what? <laughs> oh God, it's just like the whole, everything's just yeah. going mad right now. Everything's just going nuts. And uh, I don't know if I'm here for it. I just don't know. I just don't know anymore. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up the cast, man. It was a good one, as always. Yeah. Yep. 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 Hope you all enjoyed it. And with that, we will see you all next week. Catch you later.